This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like fist. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 288. Uh, check us out, prowrestlingtees.com slash Out. Please purchase some merchandise. You don't have to. You can browse there, look at some t-shirts. Be cool. Uh, check us out, MarkingOut.com, past and all present episodes. I was going to say old episodes, but that's what past means. Uh, you can go to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play to uh, subscribe to us. Uh, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. MarkingOut.com, said that already. YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. You would think after 288 shows we'd have this like down pat. Nah, not yet. <laughs> you could go give me a follow on Twitter, at BTTG161. Uh, also joined here by Dave. No longer going to give his Twitter handle out because he hasn't tweeted in two years. So, uh, Dave, how are you doing? Well, you can follow me on Twitter, at Chris Sweendog. No, that's not you. That's <laughs> definitely not you. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm definitely positive that's Chris from the show. Kind of like you're definitely positive with the uh, oh god other account. Uh, what other account? The what B, is it? B two T G. How did I know you were going to bring that up? Uh, good times, making marking out great again. Yeah, about that. one step at a time. But yeah. I am doing pretty uh great. How are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. I'm kind of sticky right now. It's like. Disgustingly muggy, well, humid, you say, you hot. Say hot and sticky. Yeah, which would gross. be unfortunate because that's the same way they describe cinnabons. So. That is, that is uh, very true. Yeah, from uh, my head down to my feet. Yeah, okay. Whatever that means. Uh, but yeah, my yeah, week was my week was cool. It is very hot. It's ninety I degrees. I need it to here. be cool right now. It is ninety degrees here. I don't know what the temperature. What is ninety one up here? It's probably ninety one down by you too. I, well, I, just, I mean, I just checked my temperature. It says ninety. So yeah. So give or take a degree. Yeah, but but uh, it I, is hot. Is I, it hot where you guys are listening to this right now? I mean, they they can't answer you. Hold on, give it a second. Maybe they will. No, it's not hot. See, I told you. Yeah. So, uh, I made mac and cheese from scratch this past week. Interesting. Uh, have you, have you, you ever done that? No. Did it take a lot of uh, yeast? I didn't use yeast. Well, don't you have you to put yeast? pasta? What? I didn't, have pasta? I didn't make the pasta from scratch. Well, that's what you just said. You said no, you made I said it. I made mac and cheese from scratch. Yeah, so what is mac? I mean, I used... Whatever noodles. Macaroni. I mean, I didn't use so macaroni make, noodles, but. Okay, so you didn't make macaroni from scratch, though. No, I didn't say I did. I said I made well, a you, dish macaroni and cheese from scratch. That could be misleading. No, could be I don't misleading. think anybody thought I rolled out pasta dough. And <laughs> you never know. There are some that may have misunderstood what you said there. I don't think so. 
you, you never know. You just want to be a little bit more careful in the future with picking and choosing your words. Oh, yeah, sure. Just saying. But yeah, I was I, wa- I was watching a television show. I was watching Cutthroat Kitchen, and they had to make mac and cheese. Well, actually, they made hamburger mac and cheese. It was Ooh, that like smells a, good. It was like a, good. Sounds good. It was like a, a good. It was like a 70s episode throwback. Uh-huh. And I was I was watching it at like 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning. I was like, damn, I might do that today. So I woke up. I boiled pasta. I just made cheese sauce. How did you make the cheese sauce? And what Um, kind of cheese? Well, I didn't measure anything because that's how I do. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) obviously, if anybody's ever watched Cooking with Brandon. Everything comes out. Everything comes out legit, though. So it's like, but I, I, um, I use provolone and sharp cheddar. Interesting combo right there. I, I wish there was. I needed another cheese to put in. And I just I didn't have more cheese to put in. I would have liked to have put in like gouda or something. I'm on a uh, pepper jack kick right now. Yeah, I was. I'm not. Eh, I'd rather not have a spicy cheese. Okay. But um, oh, I think spicy. A little bit of spice is always good for some mac and cheese. Yeah. I, well. Well, if I'm eating cheese, I would rather not have spice. If in the mac and cheese, I added white and black pepper. So that, for me, that's the spice. Because mm-hmm. white pepper, I think, is more spicy than black pepper. But I'm not familiar with white pepper. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've had it before, just not realizing it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain it's in, like, chicken soup. Interesting. Like, I wouldn't make chicken soup without white pepper. Okay. So, but, um... Yeah, so I I just put flour, cheese, milk. I used half and half, which have you ever drank that? I've had it in stuff. I tried it just to see like maybe I shouldn't shouldn't put it in the mac and cheese. And I tried it to to see what it tastes like. I was like, "Wow." I was blown away with the taste. It's like it's like really cold like as if you're going to drink milk, but it's like I mean, it's whipped cream basically. I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I never thought it tasted like whipped cream. To me, that's what it, I mean, that's what it tastes like to me right off the bat. It tastes half like, and half? Yeah, it tastes like liquid whipped cream. I just, I think that what I use in my coffee tastes like liquid whipped cream. It, I use the uh, international French vanilla. Well, that's creamer. Yeah. Well, the artificial hello. creamer. Right. Obviously, it's going to taste like whipped cream. Yeah. Whipped cream is whipped cream. Yeah. So half and half is half cream, half milk, isn't it? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. That's what I was under that impression of. I think you are correct with that. Yeah. So I still. So I added that in. I added the cheese, the the spices, and everything, and mixed it all up. And then I baked it, and put some breadcrumbs, some panko breadcrumbs mixed with Ritz crackers. You baked it. Yeah. Uh Or some salted butter crackers if you're doing Cooking with Brandon episode two. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was good. It came out like a mac and cheese casserole. Very interesting. So is this a, a little uh, foreshadowing to Cooking with Brandon 5? No. I have an idea for Cooking with Brandon 5 that I need to get approval of. And I don't think it's, <laughs> it's going to happen. But I have an idea of it. Mm-hmm. But I, it's not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, everyone is looking forward to that. Yeah, well, especially uh, me. Yeah. So that was my week, basically. Um, 
some interesting turn of events that took place last night. Right off the bat, I want to say the fact that after two years of no response, I saw Dixie Carter was tweeting. <laughs> she was live tweeting Impact. And I tweeted, I was like, hey, Dixie, since you're tweeting about Impact on Pop, how about getting Montreal Broski his ringtone? Please contact us. And I sent the picture from July 2nd, 2014, where he wrote her saying, I love, I love you, Dixie. I have your voice as my ringtone w- with the video of me, my ringtone attached to it. <laughs> and she wrote back saying, send, send me your email or send your email and the script and I'll do a real one for you, darling. And two years later, still nothing. But. Last night, finally. And this, is, this has been like an inside, became an inside joke to all of us. With, it's like a uh, will she, won't she type of thing. Yeah. Like, will she, like, first of all, I, in, in July 2014, I 100% fully expected her to, to do it. Oh, I, I agree. And then, like, July went by, August went by, September went by, nothing. All of a no. sudden, next thing you know, it's 2015, still nothing. And then, even this past past july on the anniversary of that i tweeted it nothing but nope. last night i was like oh, i'm watching impact and oh, no. uh, oh, you fall no 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 i'm sitting no my papers are going all over the place see hold on you need a paperweight i do but, but I, right. I saw that she was live tweeting it and i, I gave that uh, took a chance and then she she wrote back and said happy to do it gotta figure out how so I responded back. I, I said, if you need further assistance, I'll be more than happy to help you. So now the ball is in her court, whether or not... Once again. Whether or not it's going to be two more years before we hear from this again. It's like the Winter Olympics, or is that every four years as well? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Two years. Is it two years? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, everything is four years, but it's like the next time summer comes around is four. Oh, okay. But winter's well, in two. Yeah, okay. So everything's two years apart from winter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so whether or not she does it, hopefully, it would be like, it's like, if there's like It would be a victory for all marks. It really, it would be a victory for us, though, because it's like, because, first of all, it's my Dixie Carter impression that that all spawned from, and that Eric is using or used for his ringtone. So if she, in fact, does submit a ringtone for Eric, then uh, it's a victory because it's like, not only did she listen to my ringtone, she then made her own ringtone using my words, and it all came full circle, so. That would be something else. Uh, Unfortunately, I do not see that (laughs) in the near future. I don't either, so. Yeah. So here's looking at you in... uh, No, I was going to say, here's looking at you, July 2018. Yeah, good times, good memories back then. Remember back then? Yeah, back then in the future, Marty? Yeah, back then. Yeah, so let's kick this show off with some WWE sports. What did you want to interrupt? Let's talk about the Olympics. I mean, since you mentioned the Olympics and stuff, uh, have you been watching it all? I watched here and there, but I really do not care at all. I don't care about the Olympics. I will never care about the Olympics. I watched. Well, the, is it I watched the you opening used to be in competitive uh, bowler as a kid, and because no one was up to your standards, 
you just figured, you know what, you're not going to pay attention to sports or anything athletic anymore because you're just at such a top because level. Because bowling where, was never an Olympic sport. I don't know. I don't, I don't think. I don't think it was. But it's not. But, but that, it, no, that's the thing, though. It's like, yeah, no, it's not. No, I might think twice about that. No, it's not. I, I definitely <laughs> said this last week about being picked last every single time, right? Well, they always said save the best for last, which is not true when you're a young kid. Like normally, the worst gets picked last. Well, that's not true. I mean, they wanted to throw a curveball. It's like, oh, which team is he going to be going for? It's yeah, but like that's also like that's the thing. Like in gym class, like I did not care whatsoever at all with gym class because it's like, what do I need to? Well, I don't care about competitive sports. I'm not somebody that's like, oh, like these people are literally getting heated over gym class. And I'm just sitting there taking it day by day and I'm like, whatever, man, like I, I missed it. Like, what am I, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to give a, I'm not going to care. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but when it came to like, when we did like baseball and stuff in gym class, everyone's like, oh, move in, move in. Like I would rarely bat, like very rarely would I just partake in that. Were and, you like Manny from, uh. Modern Family, did you step into the pitches? <laughs> to get hit? Yeah. No, I would hit the ball and it would go far. There you go, Prince so, Fielder style. And be like, screw you. Yeah. But, uh, and then I would get to at least like second base every time and nobody, and then the next person would get out. Messed up. But no, and you had to do all that no, running. And it's like, no, pick him for last, right? Don't, <laughs> no, he's, he's not good. Move in. But yeah. so that's what I will, so, I'll never care about the Olympics or anything, but like I'll watch the opening ceremony if it's like to see if it's something cool or the closing ceremony. Mm -hmm. Well, right now they have a lot going on. Uh, USA is doing a great job. Um, you have Michael Phelps. He just earned his 22nd Olympic gold medal. Uh, he won the 200 meter individual medley the other night. And that actually surpassed him. He surpasses an old, old uh, record that was set back in the early days. Uh, I don't have the date written down. But it looks like between 164 to 152 B.C. Uh, yeah, it was a record set by Leonidas. Let's see. Oh, I should have probably copied and pasted that stuff. <laughs> But <laughs> didn't didn't Hercules also have a record in the Olympics? He, he had twelve uh, triumphant victories, and this gave Michael Phelps thirteen. Um, I think I'm not too sure about the thirteen. I didn't get to read that much into detail about it or hear anybody really talk about it. Basically, David the also 13, does not care about the Olympics. I, I'm trying to, but the thirteen. I don't know if that's per sport or it may just be thirteen sports or. 13 events. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds like it Probably might be events. 13 events. But then, but he has 22. So it has to be, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is between the, the events. I think the, you read a kayfabe article, dude. I think you read a kayfabe article. Who's Leonidas? Leonidas is a real person that went back to... Yeah. Bro, they didn't yeah, give out it, gold medals back then. No, it wasn't gold medals, but victories. He won. But... Yeah, so Michael Phelps is doing awesome. Uh, he won four consecutive uh, gold medals so far. 
And then the women's gymnastics team, they're doing pretty good. The U.S. Uh, females soccer team. To Jerry spit in the pool. Yeah. Now, uh, for whatever reason, one of the pools is green and murky. Like, how does that happen? Rio, dude. That doesn't make Rio. any sense. It doesn't. But, yeah. If you guys are paying attention to the Olympics... Let uh, us know. Don't don't say that. You said that the last time. I know. It depresses me every time I say, let us know, and no one lets us know anything. Thanks, let guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Let's get on to some sports entertainment and <sighs> speak about some... Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Take it off. Take it off? I said well, take it off. Oh, I no thought you said <laughs> You were about to say, well, I'm already already. Well, hit with. my music. Well, hit my music. Yeah, okay, go Well, uh, yeah, so kicking it off, you had a nice little uh, segment between Y2J and Enzo Amori. And then Big Cass and Kevin Owens coming out to be the uh, the bodyguard. The I don't know. First the, of all, you do a, know you do know it started with Enzo and Cass only, and Jericho yeah, Enzo was Cass, the yeah. Enzo Cass cut their promo. They had their spiel. Y2J came out. Y2J edited his spiel. He ended up having a to equal the playing fields a little bit. Yeah, so he, he brought out Kevin Owens, and then he did his spiel. He said he has somebody watching his back now, which I'm going to continue to call Y2JKO. I think that's Although, stupid. Uh, what? I think that's stupid. It should just be Jericho. It's not stupid. First of all, and, and let me tell you, WWE is going with Jericho. Yeah, it should be However, Jericho. However, you can't differentiate Jericho from Jericho. Dude, you can't say verbally say it one more time. You can't verbally differentiate between Jericho and Jericho. Say one more time. You're not hearing it. Jericho and Jericho. See, dude, you're not. You say it's a little bit different. The, the same exact time, thing. Oh, no, the Wait, second which, time. Okay, which one's which? Did I say right, did I, again? Jericho and Jericho. Oh, dude, the second one is definitely with Kevin Owens. That's incorrect. No, that is totally. <laughs> That's what Bam Rose did to you because no, that is correct. Totally I'm reading it right here as we speak, Jericho. <laughs> I still, I actually like, why, what did I say? Y2Co? Y2Co? I don't know. Which I tell you so much. That like, is stupid. Jericho. It should be Y2JKO. No, I don't like that. Right God, why is Y2JKO doing here? Oh, no, no. Or is it I'm not a fan of that. I, what, did I, what did I tell you I liked? You liked I forgot. Jericho. Yeah, but that was joking around. No, you weren't joking around. You said they should seriously do Jericho. No, I was joking with that one. Was it Jericho with the KO at the end? That's what they're going with. <laughs> no, no, no. Are you, you just said it yourself. I have to go look on the Facebook feed. It's, and you're going to see J-E-R-I-K-O. Maybe that's what I did say. And that's what you can't differentiate the difference between the two. Oh, I just did. No, you didn't. Yeah, first I proved you wrong. I said the one with the KO first and then the <laughs> HO after, and you still had the same response. Uh-uh. But All right, let me try. Ready? No, that's one. All right, ready? Is it? Listening to you, like, I'm slash marking out. Let you get that plug in there. Uh, all right, so you have Jericho. Okay, now, right. I might, now I might switch it up on you, okay? Jericho. It's, it's Jericho. Jericho. And or Jericho. Jericho. All right, so which one's which? You tell I just me. Read, I just you read know, that. I'm not the one that's trying to Jericho differentiate or Jericho. between these two. 
Jericho, Jericho. It's the same damn word. <laughs> There's no difference. Right, so you can't you can't guess because you don't know. That's all right. You don't know. Exactly. Because it's a stupid name to have for a tag team. <laughs> but yeah, Y two AJ. That wasn't. That was so stupid. What the heck is that, that man? That's really stupid. And that existed, so why can't Y2JKO exist? Because I thought that was stupid before, and now if they do that again, I'm going to be like, wow, that was stupid. And again. Jericho isn't stupid? No, it's all right. I don't. It's all right. I think what also is stupid is the fact that Jericho and Enzo had a match because of it. Because of what? It. What do you mean? That's what they the whole promo ended with. I challenge you because of it. Whatever, whatever it was, that's what they. That's what the match was. Mm-hmm. Which then Jericho then defeated Enzo because of disqualification. And it was a good match, though. Yeah, I thought it was a good match. I liked Enzo's top rope implant DDT where he jumps off, lands it. Uh, <laughs> that's what the, that's, you just described the move to a T, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> And then, why? Because that's what it is. Like, yeah, where he jumps exactly off and lands it. Like, that's the move. Like, yeah. Um, but the end ended up coming in where Kevin Owens caused a distraction and Enzo turned around right into the code breaker. And Big Cass couldn't stand for that any longer. He gets in the ring, rocks Jericho with the big boot, causing the disqualification, and Kevin Owens pulling Jericho out of the ring. Which I don't understand. Like, you know the rules of a wrestling match. Why would you do that? I He was sticking up for his friend. Still. Like, you still caused the loss. Yeah. <clears throat> but afterwards... I get, I get what you're saying. After that, uh, Cass got on the microphone, got all heated and stuff, and challenged Y2JKO to a match at SummerSlam. So I guess we're going to be seeing a pre-show match, perhaps, between Enzo, Enzo and Cass versus Y2JKO. Yeah. So. And you, I think that we will be seeing that. It should be a fun match to watch. Hopefully it's not pre-show, although, no, I'm just going to say hopefully it's not a pre-show thing. Yeah, Because I that's agree. like, I mean, Kevin Owens had a, a pretty big weekend last year. Uh, main eventing TakeOver Brooklyn and then going on to fight John Cena for the U.S. Championship. Mm-hmm. So I think it was John Cena versus, for the U.S. Well, something that I thought was pretty awesome, too, was this next bout. Uh, Strowman. Wow, awesome. I thought it was good. I like these matches. Picked up the victory over Joel Nelson. It's Jerome. Uh Oh. Eh. But... I, I'm a fan of these matches. I love squash matches. I like but, enhancement talent but that the only, you don't know. But the only difference, though, see, that's what, I don't have a problem with that. The only difference in this, though, from the past two weeks is the fact that Jarrell had his own entrance. Which and that, what do you that, think about that? Blew, that blew me away. I thought that was hilarious. Do you For, think, wish, are you a fan of that inclusion or no? Yeah, I don't mind it because it switches it up from promo, 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 promo before the match type of thing. Uh. Um, I just I wish WWE took it the step a step further and gave him like a David Flair like Titantron from uh, where okay. it's like, do they like they just I mean that'd be impossible to do though. All right, I see what you're saying there. To edit him into the video clip, but they could just like put a make a video of his name. Yeah, it's just very generic. unless unless it's like the day of that they decide like oh, Jarell, oh big today's, pop, pop. today's your 
Did you see his tweet, by the way? No. <laughs> I just heard the sirens. It's funny. I guess I could... Now, nah, nah, I'll probably forget later. Yeah, okay, just say with, it now. Uh, with WW2K17, he goes, WWE can remember my birthday. I hope they could put me in the in 2K17 to to beat Goldberg up or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So oh, whether or not Scotty. he'll be in, who knows. But we'll, so. we'll talk about 2K17 a lot later. Oh, yeah. But up next, we saw a backstage segment. Mick Foley was the was back there, and uh, I don't know what to call him. Puff Daddy? Yeah, is, I go with Puff back, Daddy. Is he back to Puff Daddy? I say yeah, P. Diddy. Yeah, I think he switched back to Puff Daddy. I feel uncomfortable calling him that. So P. Diddy was backstage, and uh, then Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston came in. Um, I guess they all spoke about how Biggie's injured. Yeah. Unfortunately, he has a groin injury. Yeah. Uh, k so, um, and then he ate some bootios. Yeah. He did, he ate some bootios. But I thought it was stupid that, like, they advertised him a week in advance for Monday Night Raw and then didn't make a live crowd appearance. Yeah, but that's card subject to change always. No, that's not, but that's not like a card subject to change type of thing. That's like, it's like, why even bother to advertise him? Like, he could have just shown up. Well, because then it's a spoiler. If he's not, if he's not announced for it, then it's like, oh well, obviously Big E's going to be written off TV for a reason. No, no, not Big E. What are you talking about? P Diddy. Oh, I thought you were talking about Big E. No, P Diddy was advertised on last week's Raw as like next week's guest on Raw. P Diddy. Yeah. So that's like that to me. I just, I mean, even I like that. John Cena and, and AJ Styles, who aren't even on the roster, showed up during commercial break in, the, in front of the live crowd. Well, I was actually going to mention that a little bit later on, but I'll mention it now since you brought that up. What do you think about these SmackDown people appearing on Raw? Because after the... I uh, uh, just got a little update. Apparently, the U.S. women's soccer team falls to Sweden in the quarterfinals will not defend Olympic title. What does that mean? So, they won it last year, and they are eliminated oh. from contention to win gold. What did we see? We saw them. We saw I don't the understand. They didn't put, that wasn't the Olympics then. That was last year. That was the World Cup. But it was pretty much the same team. Oh. Alex Morgan, Hope, Solo. Solo Hope. I don't think she was there. I don't think she was at that concert. I don't think she was on the team. Yeah, she was. No, well, wasn't she suspended or something last year? I don't believe so. I'm almost positive she was suspended. But let's get on to more. Uh, what were you we just talking about? You oh. were going to be talking about. Yeah, with the dark match. Uh, dark match after Raw was not anybody from Raw. It was Randy Orton pick up the victory, uh, picking up the victory over Bray Wyatt. So two SmackDown wrestlers featured in your dark match, and then now you're saying that uh, AJ Styles was out during a commercial break and stuff like that. What do you think about that? Are you cool with it because it's, it's like, not on TV, or what do you think? In some senses, yes, but like in other senses, it's like mixed messages, kind of. Yeah. I'm, I'm, if I was part of the live crowd, I would be happy with this. Which, see, that's what, like, you only have to, like, because it's not a televised thing, so it's like, that's they're the obviously it's not doing televised, it. Before. So it's like, 
If it was televised, it'd be like, wait, what's the point of this? Like the night after SummerSlam, a bunch of SmackDown guys are advertised for Raw. But, like, it's not going to be for Raw. It's like... Well, like, when we get those SummerSlam commercials and stuff, it's like the, the dark matches that they advertise. Yeah. So it's like... I'm fine with it, but I'm, at the same time, it's, like, kind of stupid because they're not... Like, you separated the brands for whatever reason. Yeah. And then it's like, they kind of, like, it's like, it's as, as if they're not sticking to it. Exactly. I mean, but I, if I was part of the live crowd, don't get me wrong, I would love to see more, uh, some of these SmackDown wrestlers that I wasn't expecting to see. Right. But, all right, so let's move on. So, Puff Daddy and all that. Next up, you end up having Darren Young with Bob Backlund, picking up the victory over Titus O'Neil. Uh, very... Cheap victory. What do you think about this? Anything really to say about this? Well, Darren Young grabbed the tights, uh, grabbed the trunks, same way as uh, Titus O'Neil did last week. So, um, I mean, I know right now they're one for one. I don't, hopefully we won't have to see more of this. Uh, I know. Like we're probably going to, but. Yeah, I'm totally, I have nothing invested in this feud. I have no desire to watch this feud. Literally the only way I will care about this feud, and you're going to be pissed off as soon as I say it and call me stupid for it, but the only way I'll care is if this leads to Titus O'Neil versus Bob Backlund. That's the only way I'll care. You know what? I wouldn't want to see that at all, but I would love to see Titus O'Neil beat the, the crap out of Bob Backlund. And really, like, get heat over with the crowd by beating up this uh, Hall of Famer, uh, old Hall of Famer. I think that would be an awesome way to get over some cheap heat and just beat him up. Well, I just want to see Bob beat him up. Backlund beat him up. Break his neck. Huh? I just want to see Bob Backlund wrestle again. There. I did like Bob Back. I mean, I still... The crossface chicken ring is still one of my favorite submission moves. That was actually my finisher in uh, No Mercy. I thought you were going to say WTW. No. You hit that move two times back-to-back in No Mercy, automatic tap. Automatic. Sometimes three, but automatic tap. <laughs> Interesting. USA and Sweden are in a shootout right now. Winner advances. Shut off these notifications. Nobody... I don't know. I really don't know how. I've tried. Unbelievable. I Where were these how. updates from? Huh? Where are these updates from? They pop up on the screen. That makes no sense. What did you download an update app? Well, yeah, I did download it. So? <laughs> I'm not undownload it. Up next, though, Seth Rollins cut a promo. Um, I'm like, I don't know what to say about this. He he ended up I, say, he was saying how Finn Balor's not even Balor's real name. Yeah, that Which, I thought was stupid. It's stupid because, like, we saw him debut in WWE as Tyler Black, didn't we? Uh, or was he always no. Seth Rollins? He was always Seth Rollins. Definitely? Yeah. But we've also seen him use his real name when it comes to interviews at times. Like, when talking about his uh, his promo- his gym. When talking about Sharknado 4? Yeah. Which Maybe. he did not die in. Colby... <laughs> Dude, spoiler. Did not die. It's already aired two weeks ago or whatever. Yeah, I didn't see it yet, though. Screw you. It's such oh, a minor gosh, part. It doesn't even matter. Come on now. doesn't even matter. It's a small part. Come on now. And uh, 
but he ended up saying that Valor thinks he's the Demon King, which for the life of me, I could not understand. Uh, I could not understand ooh. what. I thought you were going to say for the longest time. No, for the life of me, I couldn't understand what the hell Kane had to do with Valor. Until I realized at like the very last second that he was saying King and not Kane. That's funny. Because he, he just kept saying, Demon King, Demon King. And like I was like, what does Kane have to do with this? And I saw Lance Storm tweeted the same exact thing. And I was like, I'm right there. Same boat <laughs> as you, man. And uh, But then Seth Rollins basically vowed to become the Universal Champion. So Yeah. I think that Finn Balor is going to end up taking be the first uh, Universal Champ. I think so as well. And but I will touch on that in when we do two next segments. Week. Oh. No, in one sec. Well, two segments, yeah. Uh, so next up, you ended up having Cesaro pick up a victory over Sheamus. Um, I thought that this was an awesome match. I was a big fan, even from their entrances. Both had good entrances. And then the match itself was a ton of chain wrestling. Yeah, again, and it's a great match first, between like, these two. Dude, they have great chemistry together. I thought. Um, I think my favorite part of this match was his was Cesaro's like reversal, not really reversal, but his duck out of the way of the bro kick. He like slid, yeah, and then pinned Sheamus from that. I, th- I thought that was great. Um, I liked the beginning of that referee spot, where like the referee got like physical and stuff, like ducked down and stuff. But yeah. I thought. The rest of it was dumb. Like he got kicked, he got knocked down because Sheamus hit. Yeah, a he forearm. got hit. In the, he got hit in the head. That's stupid. He did not. Come on. That I did not like that at all. Yeah, I thought that that was kind of like a rough spot at the end. And then Sheamus went right into moment. a Sheamus went right right into a pin from there. I thought I thought the referee went to go count, but he just hit his fist on the mat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. Yep, I agree. Yeah. But I think through this, it was like it was eating at me the fact that Cesaro, like last week, we heard Mick Foley basically. I thought we heard Mick Foley say that if Cesaro beats Sheamus, he'll be number one contender for the U.S. Championship. I mentioned it last week, and then this week, this is just a match again. And then it's like he wasn't officially number one contender, like I thought he was. I agree with you, but you know what? I'm happy that we got this match. I'm happy we got their matchup again. Uh, next up, you ended up having uh, Neville. He had to find a tag team partner to team up to take on the Dudley boys. Which it's like, I tweeted out, like, it's probably going to be Sin Cara. Who else would Neville have found? But, to Brandon's surprise, it was Sin Cara. Yeah. So... Uh, I was I, I like Sin Cara's attire. I was shocked and a bit thrown off. He wasn't wearing his armbands. I yeah. hope that I hope that's not going to become a thing. Why? I like I don't it. know. I just I liked the complete set. I don't know. I like I like this new look for him. They're all black, pretty much. That's I'm not a even a thing, thing, though. That's not like it's not like his only gear. He showed. Oh yeah, no, video. I know he has a ton of gear, and I, I'm sure he's worn it like this before. But I'm a big fan of it. I like it. Yeah, but the match ended. Uh, Devon accidentally clotheslined Bubba Ray, which and it was a really not that good of a spot. It too. was not. It was not. However, it was effective enough for storyline purposes, where I would like to see this come full circle, 
on the night after SummerSlam, which would mark one year since the Dudley Boys were back in WWE. Crazy to think it's just been a year, huh? Wow, yeah. I would like to see Bubba Ray completely turn on Devon and become that mega heel that we saw in TNA and then have go after uh, Finn Balor, who will be hopefully the Universal Champion. That would be really cool, Finn Balor versus... Uh... Bully Ray. That's, that's what I'm hoping. That's like hashtag Mark Dreams. Don't think yeah. it's going to happen, but... I, I, I've i wanted uh, Bully Ray to turn on Devon for a stop, long time stop, right now. Stop saying Bully Ray. I That's what I call him stop now. Stop saying Bully Ray. Stop saying Team 3D. It's true. We, that's we, what we, I say. We, we could end up getting sued. It's Bully. It's Bully Ray. It's He's not. a bully. So... Well, that's what I'm hoping for. If I was on the writing staff, that would be my idea that I would have pitched, so... There you go. Especially since you had, like, like Bubba was clearly pissed off at Devon. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it would be, it's going to be very interesting to see how this uh, plays out. Yeah. And it's it's funny because it's like, I, I also, at one point, I wanted to see the Dudley boys win. Um, I think record-breaking, it would have been a record-breaking tag team mm-hmm. title run or whatever. But it's like at the same. I thought they. What? Don't they have the the record in WWE? I don't. I think they're tied. I'm almost positive. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But it's like yes, I wanted to see the Dudley Boys maybe win another tag team titles here, but uh, I just I want to see that more. I want to see what we saw in TNA, what we know Bubba Ray is capable of. Yeah. I want to see that in WWE because that. That's like huge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, uh, next yeah. we saw Rusev and Lana have a wedding celebration, which uh, segment kind of angered me a bit. Calm down there. Um, Roman Reigns ended up coming out and pushing Rusev into Lana, causing her to crash into a giant cake. Um, and I think WWE wastes way too much cake. It's like, it's just ridiculous an amount, amount of cakes that they waste. I agree. Because like, I mean, cake is like a sacred thing that you shouldn't, just shouldn't like waste. I mean, Brandon can't even get his words out with it. He's so frustrated right now. Cause it just pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, as rightfully so. Like, uh, in, so? The, in the past, so? in the past year alone, I think they wasted like four Four to five cakes. At least it's not Caravelle cakes, because that would be well, that, a real disappointment. That would kind of hurt, I would assume. I mean, you've got a frozen ice cream cake. That would hurt my heart to see them waste all of that. <laughs> That's what that I mean, would it would hurt. hurt your face, too, if you got hit with one. You know what? Some would agree with you. Like you, you could probably break your nose if you get hit in the face by an ice cream cake. Hmm. But a regular, yeah, probably. Cake, a regular cake, you would just... You wouldn't, it's just cake. You would go through it. Yeah. So, but uh, after that, backstage, Mick Foley made Roman Reigns versus Rusev for the United States Championship at SummerSlam, which completely angered me even more because it was uh, completely negating Cesaro's win yesterday, uh, last week and this week. Yeah. So that was all forgotten about then. Mm-hmm. But up next was something else that really pissed me off. 
Um, because it was Sasha Banks defeating Dana Brooke. Not that I care about that. It was what happened earlier in the night uh, where Sasha Banks went to Mick Foley and demanded that Mick Foley change the one-on-one Sasha Banks champion versus challenger Charlotte at SummerSlam to a handicap match. Sasha Banks versus Charlotte and Dana Brooke for the U.S. Uh, not the U.S. For the Women's Championship. That would be interesting. So that Dana Brooke couldn't cost her the match from the outside of the ring. I think that is the dumbest thing. You 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 don't want somebody to interfere in the match, so you ask for them to be added to the match? Yeah, I thought it was pretty stupid, too. Like, that makes Sasha Banks look so stupid. I, I, mean, it like could she, make, I mean, it depends on what side you're taking, because it could make her look very confident and strong, no, too. No, 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 no. She didn't want Dana Brooke involved, so instead of just asking, hey, Mick... She's done this in the past to me. How about making it tr- a true one-on-one match and banning her from the ring, from the ringside area? She's like, I don't want Dana to get involved. Why don't you add her to the match? Mm-hmm. What What does that even mean? I I don't mind it. I, I, I just like think that's this, stupid. I, sh- I, I think it's still a catch-22 that she had. I think it so was it's kind of no matter what it did. Catch-22 really... what? How? Well, because she no matter what she wanted. Uh, Either she was going to have Dana Brooke not – she was going to have her banned from ringside or she was going to have her in the match. And both she is kind of like what she wants. Which so – It's just – that which made no sense to me was – I really hated that part. And uh, I mean it's stupid me. I mean this probably will never happen in WWE anytime soon. Like the women, they're ready for a cage match. I agree. You want somebody that can't get into a cage, Dana Brooke, ban it from ringside, or have a cage match. What's more helpful? Now, would you actually be happy with this, though? A cage Look match? Who's in, yes. I, I, honestly, I don't, I don't think... I think... I, I mean, just, I'm just asking because of Charlotte's involvement. I think if it was done right, and Sasha... I mean, Sasha is able to carry the match for the most part, most of the time, so... I don't, I mean, what's, it would just be like a normal match inside of a cage match that they'd have against each other uh-huh. with using the cage here to the, here and there. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, would I prefer for Charlotte to not be in the first Def- women's yeah. cage match in years? Yes. But it's like, there's like these stipulations, just, they, it, it's, I don't know. It's yeah. like, no, I get you. I right. just it was just a stupid, stupid, stupid yeah. thing. Well Yeah. Um and we didn't talk about the match yet. Uh, that's what so, I gotta say. Yeah. Sasha ended up picking the victory over Dana Brooke with Charlotte at ringside. Okay, so we were talking a lot about theme songs last week. Uh, we were talking about good old Bobby Roode, and we were talking about Nakamura, but I would actually add Sasha Banks' theme song up there, too. It is one of my favorite theme songs. Uh, and I kind of like came to agreement with this when I heard it during her entrance. Which um, is not a theme song from 2016. So... What do you mean? It's not an Oh, uh, no, it's not, but in, in general. Yes. So. Um, but, yeah. This do, do you know the lyrics to Sasha Banks' theme song? Oh, but... The end of the match, that slap, come on. That was awful. Thanks, Charlotte. 
Well, you know that spot I'm talking about, where she ends up slapping uh, Dana Brooke. Yeah, that was just awful. Just the miscommunication. I don't know whose it was. Charlotte delayed a little bit too long thinking, and it just looked really, really bad. I did like uh, there was one part where Sasha Banks was going to get hit with the flying crossbody in the turnbuckle, and she moved out of the way for that. I thought that was pretty good. Um, Sasha Banks, just another uh, Monday Night Raw where she's impressive. Yeah. So, But up next after that, you saw Luke Gallows. Defeating Kofi Kingston, but before that, they aired a promo uh, with featuring the club, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, as doctors. Um, which they what did they basically say in this promo was just making fun of Big E. Yeah, it was pretty Day. much. I mean, it was they did make a lot of references. I mean, it was surrounded by New Day and Big E. I mean, I thought that it was hilarious the entire time. How he was, uh, Gallows was just like, um, it does make me a little bit testy at yeah. one point. And then they they called it a uh, ring postitis. And I also approve, I think it was a reference to uh, Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd movie, Spies Like Us, where they're going doctor, doctor. I think that was a nice throwback for those that know the movie Spies Like Us. It could be. Um, I popped because... Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson made their way down to the ringside area in doctor coats. Yeah. Making Luke Gallows essentially wrestle that night on Monday Night Raw as Doc Gallows. Yeah. They actually referred to him at that too, as that which, too on cap commentary. Which they I, said Doc Gallows. Like, come on. That's hilarious. That's his TNA name, by the way. Yeah, for those that don't know. And, and I, I forget what I forget still what his still his uh yeah. Twitter handle. Doc Impact or Impact Doc? Yeah. What did DOC stand for though? Director of Oh, I don't know. Something. Went with Aces and Eights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh yeah, remember how awful that was? Some of it. Some uh, of it that, some of it came really good things, like Bully Ray. That is true. They did have their good moments, but then they also had their sour moments. I mean, it was good to see Snitsky back on TV, of course, and uh, Mike Knox. Yeah. But, yeah. Wait, Snitsky? Right? Was it Snitsky in it? Ooh, right? now I don't know. Wasn't it Snitsky and Mike Knox together? No, I don't, I don't know. I, I remember Doc Gallows and Mike Knox together. Mm. But Snitsky, I, I can't remember. I'm just remembering a, a guy with a beard, and that's not Mike Knox. I'm just not, I don't know. It could have been Snitsky. This was years ago. I thought he was. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, anyway, Anderson caused a distraction here, so Gallows was able to hit Kofi Kingston and win. Um, And then afterwards, the club tried to attack Kofi, and Xavier Woods made the save with the chair. Yeah. So, so, uh, that's going to be a match, probably. Let's see. Uh, no, Snitsky was not involved. But you can imagine if he was. You had Bully Ray, Brooke, Garrett Bischoff, Nux, Taz, Devon, D'Lo. Oh, I forgot D'Lo was involved in that. Ivelisse Felice, Prospect Mike, and I Anderson. forgot she was in it. Yeah, Wes Briscoe. Wait, who's Prospect Mike? I don't know, listed on the, after interrogation by Austin Aries, he was taken out 
and ejected by the stable to prevent him from leaking information. It looks like he was only on one episode of TNA Impact with this. Oh, and I guess so was uh, Eve Lease. She was only on one episode as a member oh. during the one night only. Oh. Yeah. So, after that Impact match took place, uh, Mick Foley came out to the ring and basically called out Daniel Bryan. What are your thoughts on this segment? I uh, on, the, on the first half of the segment. The first half of the segment. I was a fan of it. I like it. I I don't mind the entire back and forth between SmackDown and Raw one upping each other a little bit. Um, what exactly are you looking at? Look, I just at? I don't think anything was accomplished in that. Like you you made a, a huge thing to make it known that Daniel Bryan was invited to Monday Night Raw to discuss or whatever, but like they briefly mentioned Brock and Orton, which yeah. didn't cover like that didn't accomplish anything to me i i agree i think that they could have done a little bit more with that storyline um and with then Brock and orton and then they had rusev rusev came out cut them off yelling that raw has a champion there's no need for a universal champion and uh which led cesaro to come out basically saying he should have his title shot it should be roman reigns and mcfoley was like no because reigns has the title shot but like like, that blew me away. That pissed me off also. I, and Cesaro, okay, I, Cesaro, I know. I'm not, I'm not following the entire who has the title, uh, title line, uh, title shot anymore because it's just been all over the place. And Cesaro, Cesaro, this, Cesaro was like, I thought you were a man of your word, Mick. And Mick goes, you want, you want it? Okay, fine, tonight. And then Rusev went on to defeat Cesaro. But it was a good match. I thought the match was great. I thought it was a very good match, and I thought with um, with Cesaro killing it right off the bat, I well, really, yeah. I really thought that he was going to win the title that night. But uh, let's, let's not negate the fact that it was also Cesaro's second match on Raw, right? Which and it's not like a quick two minute match. The guys actually put it on a legit match, and that is a treat for anybody, for the fans that are in attendance and watching at home to see Cesaro wrestle twice in one night because he's just that good. I was a huge fan of him breaking out the accolade with the uh, electric drop. That I'll, I always think that that's an awesome way to get out of the uh, submission move, especially when it happens to someone the size of Rusev. Yeah. Um, but then the end of the match, what did you think about the end of the match with the sharpshooter and Sheamus involvement? So Cesaro's got Rusev locked in a sharpshooter. Sheamus runs down, gets on the apron, Cesaro breaks it, gives him a forearm or whatever. Rusev, boom, gets him, hits him with a super kick, pins him, wins. This, to me, should signify the fact that maybe instead of Roman Reigns versus... And then Roman Reigns later... Wait, didn't, didn't Sheamus hit uh, Cesaro with the uh, bro kick or whatever while he was his head was facing towards the outside of the ring? Like wasn't it the? Didn't he hit him with the bro kick from the on the out while he was on the outside of the ring, and then he turned around into the sidekick from Rusev. I thought it was a double whammy. I thought. I. Oh, I don't know. I. I think. I, I think that Cesaro I, had his head like on the lower rope, and while the referee was talking to Rusev, Sheamus hit him with the bro kick, and then. Uh, 
he stumbled up to his feet, and then that's when he got hit with the sidekick for the win. I'm remembering Rusev. I mean, Cesaro going after Sheamus. No, because he let out of the sharpshooter as soon as that happened. Yeah. So he ran to get Sheamus off of the rope. I it, it was after that. That might be after the match, though. I don't know, because Roman Reigns came out and also ended up hitting a spear on Rusev. Uh-huh. But that, to me, means this should be a fatal four-way at SummerSlam. I would be fine with that. And not a one-on-one for the U.S. Yeah. So. I would be fine with that. I mean, I, I like this placement of Roman Reigns with uh, Rusev. And I like Cesaro with Sheamus. I like Cesaro with anyone. I say let's do it up. Yeah. But that was Monday Night Raw. Moving on to SmackDown. SmackDown. Um, Bray Wyatt, Eric Rowan opened up the show to speak about Dolph Ziggler and Dean Ambrose. And Ambrose came out, made fun of them. uh, Which Ziggler came out and completely bypassed right through Dean Ambrose and just got in the ring. Yeah, it just went right right after the Wyatt family. Which they attacked Ziggler. Ambrose got in the ring to try and make the save, which they then attacked him too. And uh, Bray Wyatt went to go hit Sister Abigail on Dean Ambrose. And Ziggler hit a super kick, accidentally hitting Dean instead of Bray. And then backstage, Shane and Daniel Bryan set up a tag team main event. Yeah. Just like old SmackDown. Yep, of course. Uh, next up, let's see. Next up, you ended up having Alpha. Uh, he always, I'm always going to do that. American Alpha picked up the victory over Mike Vega and Mikey O'Shea. Um, right before the match, though, they had a lot of uh, friends come on down. The Ascension came out. Uh, it looks like who is out? Connor? No, the Ascension. No, who was back? Yeah, no, this. Sorry, I'm rewatching this. Yeah, he got hit with the bro kick. I when? Um, he is. Let's see. Cesaro hit him with the neutralizer, right? Hold on, it's going into it. Okay, he Rusev just hit him with the eye rake. The referee is looking at Rusev bro kick to Cesaro sidekick and pinfall. Oh, yeah, right at the very end. Um. But it was a very quick, like, ex- uh, exchange. Um, yeah, but which one was that? Connor? No. What, do you, what does that mean? Uh, steroids. Or um, wellness policy. One of the Ascension. Yeah, I don't know. Victor or Connor? I don't know. Connor. Connor was the one that was out. Um, but this was his return, I believe. No, he's been back. Has he? Yeah. Jeez, I haven't watched the Ascension in a while, then. We've seen him. He was in the Battle Royal or something. Oh, I just didn't take notice then. Yeah, so the Ascension uh, was out. Vaudrillans, Hype Bros were out. Um, but I feel like I just complained about this last week with the women or two weeks ago. Mm. I feel like it's the exact same thing they did with the women, except they you, the, the women didn't all brawl. Uh, I, wait, what do you mean? You're not talking about the argument that we had, right? Where it was too many debuts. I am exactly so saying How? It's not too many debuts. It's just one after another that I thought was stupid. I think that this is perfect. It sets up a fatal four. 
right? But, like, they come out, it's, it's identical to what they did with the women. Like, we don't have a women's championship. Let's just throw all our women out there at once. We don't have okay, tag team championships. I see what you're saying in comparison to that. But I am completely okay with it because I because of it setting up a fatal four way, and it's not like I, I was a big fan because you also you needed the high pros out there to even out everything, or else you have two heel tag teams versus a face tag team. I I'm not I'm fan not of it. I'm not disappointed with who the tag teams were. I mean, I am. Why not be five villains? Oh well. <laughs> I mean, Ascension I could deal with, but... I, I popped big time because it was like they were about to have this match and whatnot, and the Ascension's music hit. I was like, oh my god, they're doing it. We're not going to see this jobber tag team face them. We're going to see the, the Wasteland. We're going to see Connor and Victor come back and make their rise to domination, and they're going to face American Alpha and like defeat American Alpha. Oh, I didn't and, even and think then, and then other tag teams came out. I was like, aww. I didn't, I didn't even think about anything like that. But then if you did do something like that, you still have to feature... Do you still have to feature the Hype Bros? Being that they are new tag team on SmackDown, do you still have to feature them? Find a way that's to feature like, them. That's like the disappointing thing is because Ryder should have been U.S. champion. Oh, agreed. But, but do you think that you have to feature them? Like, do you have to squeeze them into this? If you did go with the Ascension... Versus um, uh, American Alpha, which I think what you're saying is a good idea and everything like that. But where does that leave Hypros? Do you think? Do you hello, still think? Hello, them on where Summer does Slam? it leave Vaude Villains? Yeah, but who cares about them? Hypros well, are the, new the same tag. exact thing. Well, I, I say Hypros are the new, t- new is new a lot newer than Vaude Villains. But it's the same boat. But where would you leave them? Would you just put them together on a pre-show or just not have them booked for SummerSlam? They probably, in all seriousness, probably would have been booked for SummerSlam, which would have been awful. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that would have been better for storyline-wise? How you don't like what they did with this. If they ended up doing Ascension versus American Alpha, do you think it would have been better if they just weren't booked, though? That's the thing. It, I, it, no, that's probably the thing. not, they, but it's like... They, they, split the, they, split the, they split the brands, and there's so many more. Like, before the brand split, every pay-per-view would have, like, a lot of people left off the card. Mm-hmm. So here, it's like a WrestleMania type of thing where they're trying to squeeze every single person in. I, exactly. But that's why I feel – that's why I'm okay with this is because you can't – especially the pay-per-view right after the draft – you cannot have you cannot not have the hype bros on the card. This isn't the pay per view right after the draft, huh? This isn't the first pay per view. No, we, we had bragging lines or battle lines or battle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But even still, the hype bros uh, formation was pretty much the night after. Well, the night of Mojo made the save, but the but I mean, you still have to feature the hype bros, especially after everything. So that's why I'm okay with this because I feel like you can't leave them off of the card. But I don't know. Hopefully in the future, the future cards, they don't feel the necessity to jam-pack it with everyone. Well, that's the thing. The future cards, like how many – there's all – I mean the joint pay-per-views, as of now, there's only four per year. Yeah, that is true. This is a joint pay-per-view. So it's going to feel a little bit jam-packed to get everyone in there. Like, will we see two women's matches on the card? I don't think so. That could change. I hope so. 
Yeah, I mean, SmackDown should be represented. I feel like we've seen that once recently. See Maybe what? Not. Uh, two female uh, matches. No, we have. I'm Art? almost certain we have. Yeah. Uh, I mean, WrestleMania, I think. Didn't that have two? I'm not too sure. Yeah, it did. It had the 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 tag match with that was Breeze last match, and then it had. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yep, you're right. Which speaking of Breeze, yeah, you need tag teams. Where the heck is Fandango and Tyler Breeze? Well, they actually had a match on uh, Superstars. On Superstars, I yeah. Guess who? So did Jinder Mahal. He had it on main event. Oh, cool. Well, well, well. Actually, no. That's the one that they were on uh, main so event. Then, then he was on Superstars. Or no, whatever. no, no. They were on the same event. Really? Uh, yeah, they were on the same event. Breeze Are they on and, Raw? Jinder. Wait, I don't know. That didn't. I didn't. It didn't register to me because I only watched. It just so happened that I figured I saw Jinder. I'm like, oh, I'll watch this. And then the next match that it went into was the Breezango versus. Um, uh, I don't remember who they were against. Breezango. That would have really helped me out there. Um, but I'm not too sure. But we can find out during the break. But keep on going. Yeah, so up next we saw Becky Lynch versus Eva Marie, which, again, did not happen. Uh, Eva, like, jokingly was like, oh, my leg's all healed up. Like, she teased that a bit and everything. Yeah, off when she jumped off of the top rope, she like, oh, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. And then her, her she had a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, her top came undone. And then uh, the referee got her a towel. Like, how dare you? Well, she was crying for a towel. Well, how are you going to cry for it? You're, you she was it. yelling for it. She was like, you're towel, covered. Towel. You're, you're covered up. Yeah, but she was calling for a towel. You can't, you're going to go get a towel. No, that's stupid. You're covered up. I think that's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, but still, I think that's fine to yell for a towel and get a towel. I mean, play it up. So, like, if I get, if I, something happens to me during the match, I could just yell for a towel? Dude, no one wants to cover you up. What does that mean? We we want the the full show. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought the segment was good. I liked. Um, I like. Yeah, I, I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, it led into Alexa Bliss coming out, basically accepting Becky Lynch's challenge, which a lot of fans want to see. Brand wants to see. Yeah, I want. I mean, see. I've been wanting to see it for weeks, and then finally this happened. It didn't disappoint. It was a short match. I would hopefully I'd like to see more of this. It was a nice teaser. Yeah, nice and then uh, after the match, Eva Marie came out again in her voiceover announcer. Well, wasn't it during the match that caused the distraction? During the match, her theme song went off. Oh yeah, and that and caused the distraction. And then she yeah. was interviewed after. Yeah, well, yeah that the, the theme song. Yeah, the guy was like, "Eva Marie is now ready to compete." Yeah, which I thought that's like that's also brilliant. I loved it. I I loved it. I love every single thing that they are doing with Eva Marie, and I will continue to speak about that. I just because I'm reading the comments on the YouTube pages and even the tweets, and everyone hates it so much, and it's that's why it's perfect. Yeah. And I don't understand why a lot of people don't see that. You know, a lot of people buy into it and eat it up too much, where they fail to see the smarts behind it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but then there's also people like you who are like, Eve Marie, will you marry me? And it's like she's well, well, already well, married. Come on, come on. 
<laughs> I just want a picture with her. That's it. And a bump. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that might sound like R-rated. Like People don't necessarily know. A bumper is a voice, uh, voice <laughs> clip for, the, uh, for our podcast. So if you are listening and you are a pro wrestler or a comedian – just send us a bumper. Send us a voice memo. Or saying, a comedian or somebody famous. Yeah, somebody famous. <laughs> if you're Pete Rose and you're listening to this somehow, you if really – If you're a fan and you want to submit one too, I mean we may not play it but we'll listen to it and be like, wow, this is pretty cool. <laughs> then we may play it on like the 300th episode. Or we, we, always... or we might not even have 300th episode. We might just yeah. end it at 299 or just go right into 301. Yeah, and then we'll just have the lost episode of 300. Maybe we'll like just record it and never air it until like never. Yeah. Let that sink in. <laughs> Next up, you had Randy Orton pick up the victory over Alberto D'Arulio. Uh It was DQ by chair. Which it's like, if you're going to do that, why couldn't... First of all, Del Rio had the cross arm breaker on Randy Orton on the rope. Which the ref is counting five, whatever. Yeah. Com- commentary was said something stupid there. I forget what it was, but it was like Orton, like he can't win there. He can't tap out because he's it's got the break. Mm-hmm. So it was something like something about Orton not tapping out on the rope. Yeah. But like that's not even an option in that situation. I think it was Otunga that said it. Who I'm starting to not. I can't. I don't know. I can't stand him. And then Morrow goes in with his stupid references. He says stuff that I don't even know. There's like no winning. It's like JBL says stuff from like the 30s. And Morrow Ronaldo references stuff from 2016 that I don't know. Yeah. Like pop culture stuff that I just, I'm like, is this a real person? I know. It's, it's, I can't. I, know, I, know. I can't. I need like some sort of like somebody to act their own age type of thing. Well... Talking about acting their own age. Wait, but what I was going to say is that, like, why can't... If they were just going to do a DQ spot right there, why even have that long match? Like, just just end it with the DQ so we don't have to watch it. Yeah. And it's also stupid, which Daniel Bryan pointed this out, which it's not, like, stupid, stupid, like, storyline purposes, but Daniel Bryan basically was like, Orton's wrestling before the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. This is his third or fourth match since returning, Brock Lesnar, where is he? Daniel Bryan called Brock... Well, first of all, Dean Ambrose called Brock Lesnar lazy. Then uh, on the Stone Cold podcast... Oh, did we even talk about that? No, obviously That's this week. Yeah, it was just an insanely out there type of thing that happened. Are we going to talk about that later? I wasn't going to. I would love to. We'll we'll jot it. Jot it. Um, Bookmark. But yeah, so then Daniel Bryan on Talking Smack said... That he agrees that Brock Lesnar's lazy. Lazy not in the sense that, like, I mean, he's out there every morning mowing lawns and stuff. Farming. Like, he's yeah, farming. farming. He lives on a farm plowing, in Canada. Plowing the fields. Yeah, because he lives on a farm in, in uh, I almost said Farmingdale. He lives <laughs> on a farm in Canada. But he's lazy in the sense that, like, all these people show up to work every day. To show up on Raw Does he live in Canada? Yeah. That's why he fought last fight was for Canada. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which, whatever. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, so he was saying that Brock Lesnar doesn't show up to Raw every week to wrestle. Here's Randy Orton showing up to SmackDown every week in wrestling. 
So but it's like it's unfortunate so because this match was pretty awful. It's funny because you posted that that gif or gif, whatever you want to say. Uh, I hate this chair. I used to complain about the chair all the time, and then I got a brand new one, and it didn't squeak. I don't know what I need, like an oil or whatever. Hmm. WD-40. It just squeaks every single time. But uh, you posted that of the last, well, not last time, but like of one of the former times that they wrestled each other, and it was just like misunderstanding after misunderstanding. Yeah. That's what I felt like this match was. It completely was. It was like the same exact thing. Yeah. They don't have good chemistry together, and I, there's not really much else to say. Just poor chemistry together. Yeah. But um, yeah. up next, we saw Rhino defeat Heath Slater. This, of course, was going to be Heath Slater. If uh, if he won the match, he would get a contract for SmackDown. But um, let's before the match even, they had the promo backstage between Slater and Rhino, and it was hilarious. Yeah. Slater was telling him that, like, pre- pretty much pleading with him that he needs to pick up this victory for his four, his uh, two he children. Started with two. Yeah, started with two children, and then they go on a little bit further. He's like, yeah, no, I have to make enough to support my four children at home. And he, Brian Reynolds was just like, four? I thought there was two. I thought it was hilarious. He goes, we have a, a pool that we have to maintain, and he goes, in-ground or above? <laughs> that's, yeah. like the, that's like the funniest thing. It's like, dude, always say in-ground if you, if you say a pool. Cause it's, it's hilarious. Apparently nobody likes above-ground pools. I, I don't mind it. I mean, we had an above-ground pool, yeah. But I, feel, I, mean, I guess like it's like, I guess fancy rich people have the in-ground pools. Yeah. I don't know. Have whatever you're comfortable with. Enjoy the pool for the pool. Yeah. But But I I thought it was a great segment. And and he was basically just asking Rhino to throw him a bone. Yeah. And Rhino definitely did not throw him a bone. He ended up throwing him a gore, though. Yeah. Gored right through him. And afterwards, backstage, I thought another genius part here, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Um, uh, Heath Slater went into Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan's office, completely told them off. And uh, Daniel Bryan had a contract for Heath Slater in his hand for him to sign. And uh, Heath Slater was just like completely went off on them. He goes, screw this. I don't need SmackDown. I'll do my own thing. And... um, he left, and Daniel Bryan goes, so I guess he's, we're, we're not going to sign him to SmackDown? Yeah, I thought that was just uh, just funny. Yeah. A lot of fun to watch, you know? Sometimes it gets a little bit draining when you have all the some of these matches like Randy Orton versus Del Rio and stuff. But then when you have segments involving Heath Slater where it's just, and Daniel Bryan where it's just enjoyable and, and Rhino, and it makes it fun. Yeah. But... Next up, you had Carmella pick up the victory over Natalia. Natalia tried to beat up Carmella pre-match. She hit that triangle button, tried to attack her on the entrance ramp, but that kind of backfired. Carmella getting the upper hand, and then during the match, uh, she locked in that submission move, uh, that leg choke. I don't know really what it, what she calls it. Yeah, I don't remember right now. Yeah, but well, I was, I was surprised break. that Carmella actually made her tap. I was full-fledged expecting Natty to win this. I agree. But I just I don't want this to turn into what we literally just saw with Natalia and Becky. You know it is. It just it better not be. It's unfortunate, but you know it is. Um, after that, we saw backstage Baron Corbin was attacking Kalisto. So that, you could just assume, will be a pre-show match for SummerSlam. 
Uh-huh. And a, who is the better pre-show match contestant, uh, which is unfortunate. Yes. Yeah. Kalisto deserves better. Yep, I know. And uh, yeah. then the main event, we saw Dean Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler teaming up to defeat the Wyatt family, consisting of Bray Wyatt and Eric Rowan. There was one close call with Ambrose doing a suicide dive to the outside of the ring. I was just like, ooh. It, like, on the suicide dive, he ended up hitting his legs on the rope on the way out. And definitely thought it was almost uh, potentially dangerous. Yeah. But... This was overall literally it's just a pre-draft match. Yeah. Same old thing. It's like this it's just same old. It's not good enough for me. Uh-uh. It's like C, C maybe for Cookie. But that was also the grade of this show for me. Yeah. Clever. And that that's Clever. a Moro Ronaldo impression right there. Wow. Without actually doing the voice. I could say it in Ronaldo's voice, but mm-hmm. should I? I don't know. Uh, no, I'm good on that. Are I'm you sure? I kind of want to... Uh, if you really have to, you, you by all means. I mean, you would probably be like, C may be for Cookie, but also I give that, this, the grade of level of SmackDown. That was worded terribly. <laughs> wow. Whatever. I should have stopped you, huh? Yeah, perhaps. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, whatever. But moving on from SmackDown to uh, NXT... Uh, it opened up with Bailey and Asuka signing that contract for NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2, I guess, is now being called instead of Back to Brooklyn. Yeah, they changed that. Yeah, which, thanks for telling me, guys. Yeah, appreciate that. But it was cool. It was like, it's completely like an, a side of Bailey that we have not seen. I like it. I think that this is the side of Bailey that is going to be able to pick up that victory over Asuka. And I'm like, my fingers, like, everyone's like, no, I want Bailey on the main roster right away. I want her to be on the night after SummerSlam, this and that. I'm like, no, I want her to be the only person in NXT history to win the Women's Championship twice. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next up, you had the Authors of Pain pick the victory over Jason Nails and Rob Bryson. Yeah, uh, so I guess they're going to continue to use those, too. I, I was going to say, weren't they just competing last week or two weeks ago? Yeah, last week. Right, Ryzen. Um, yeah, but then after the match, the Authors of Pain continued their beatdown, and TM61 came out to make the save. But that was unsuccessful as Authors of Pain ended up on top of this one. Yeah. I like their, their – they look like a tag team finisher, which is like – I don't Which, know. the power bomb or the yeah no the Russian power bomb sweep. no the power bomb where yeah uh, I thought that I thought I feel like I used to do that with my action figures like how did you to, how did you hold four at a, at a time well you you kind of use your you all right so I'm doing it with my fingers right now you hold up how like, are you doing four fingers on well power you don't need all four fingers like I would turn on the video so you just all you have to do is put one in the power bomb position and they're already stable like that. I mean, once you have them up into the power yeah, bomb position, right. you're good. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess, I used to I guess, those, I guess you win it playing with wrestling figures today. Well, also uh, X Men figures too. I used to combine it all. I did. I used too. to have really. Well, no, actually, no, you, I feel you know, like I separated them before I had any wrestling figures. I would use X Men and GI Joe to wrestle each other. I, I had I had two GI Joes that were involved in the storylines as well. Yeah, uh, um, but it was mainly. The X Men and uh, the Marvel Universe, and then a few like random like 
uh, He-Man and stuff like that there, here and there. But I got to say, my favorite person uh, on the roster was uh, Sabretooth. I, I think, think Sabretooth was my favorite. I think I used to have Sabretooth versus Wolverine often. Yeah, he, I mean, Sabretooth, he used to have a nice finisher, uh, pretty much a, a variation of the Famouser. Uh, and for, it was pretty for, cool. For me, it was a powerbomb. Nice, nice. I mean, <laughs> powerbomb because he was a larger figure than the other ones. So he was, Maybe I had a different Sabretooth than you did. I had my, my Sabretooth was the same size as Wolverine was. Oh, uh, no. I think my Sabretooth was a little bit taller. Which was the same size as wrestling figures were. Um, I well, believe, actually, not... Oh, and I, I also had the Hasbro figures mixed in there, too. With the, yeah, those people love... I think they're so stupid. I, I don't like those at all. And Mattel are bringing them back as... I saw that. That looks pretty cool. I think it's dumb. I but, like, there's people out there that buy them and have a spot for them in their memory for childhood. I, I love them. I mean, especially now, it's kind of like, I, the ones that I really want that I've never had a chance to buy, Owen Hart, Yokozuna, and Razor Ramon. Those three, I've always wanted. Uh, they, I think they were all in one of the series with the yellow trading card, or yellow package, I think. But those always look really cool. Yeah, so back to the power bomb. Yeah, spot, yeah, yeah. Back to that spot, <laughs> Where each member of Authors of Pain picks the opponent up for a power bomb, and then they go and smash the opponents back to back together and then power bomb them, mm-hmm. which I think is cool. But after that, we saw Andrade Cien Almas pick up a victory against Angelo Dawkins. And uh, the main thing to take away from here is uh, before the match, we saw Bobby Roode going to William Regal and asking him basically for a match, I guess. And uh, Bobby Roode came out afterwards and told Andrade that he's like, man, guess what? William Regal granted me a match, and guess who it's against? It's against you. So Bobby Roode Roode will be officially making his in-ring debut on television, at least, televised in-ring debut at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Austin Aries also backstage uh, with Will and Regal, telling him how unhappy he is that he doesn't have a match or anything like that. And then Regal makes a little point that he's been avoiding No Way Jose for a while. And did they set up the match? Yeah. Yeah, they set up the match for uh, TakeOver, or whatever you want to call it. I guess it's still TakeOver. <laughs> but, Yeah. After that, we saw Billy Kay defeat Lib, uh, Lim, Liv Morgan. Yeah, well, uh, good short match. Yeah, I'm looking forward. Liv Morgan's entrance reminds me of Carmella's entrance a little bit too much. I don't I think know why. Maybe, maybe it's because speak. I think it's because of their pop, like the the little hop in their the skip in their walk that they have or something. It's the in the way that they're they they make their entrance is just similar for me. Um, maybe because they both hop at the entrance. I don't know. They jump up. Something like that. I don't know. Gargano and Ciampa. Champa. Champa. His name is Champa. Picked up the victory over Patrick Clark and Tucker Knight. Uh, good tag team match. Um, what else to say about it? Very good. Tucker Knight is someone to be watching. Same thing with Patrick Clark. What? Uh, from Tough Enough. Did you see his tights? Yeah. Him spray painted on there. With the USA. Out there. It's pretty awesome. 
Yeah. I thought at first I thought they were like generic like leggings or whatever. Yeah. And then, and then I realized I was like, oh wait, he's on there. Yeah. So, very very British. Yeah. So it's, I mean, good for them to make their debuts. Yeah. Uh, and the main event we saw Samoa Joe defeat Mojo Rawley, a match that I think shouldn't have happened. Obviously, I said it last week. But you can't control that since it's pre-tape. Right, but uh, the main thing to take away from that is Samoa Joe continued to attack Mojo after the match, locked in that Coquina clutch, and uh, Nakamura came out. Security ran down, completely held back Samoa Joe. And I think in one of the greatest things I've ever seen was Nakamura just taunting Samoa Joe. Like, he grabbed his nose at one point. Yeah, grabbing him by the nose. And just and after he lets go of his nose, he falls over laughing. Yeah. I thought that was just hilarious. And it's, like, it's funny because like, I'm not looking forward to seeing Samoa Joe wrestling, but I'm so looking forward to seeing Nakamura wrestle. That is, that is definitely a treat. Yeah, so should we go into NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2, or should we go to the CWC? I'm going to let you roll with it. Ready? 3, 2, 1, decide and go. Well, on the 20th of August, I was about to say October, uh, NXT TakeOver 2, NXT Brooklyn, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2, it's a lot to say, will be taking place at Barclays Center in, I guess, night two of WWE being there, since on that Thursday they have a SummerSlam concert. Summer this Slam coming concert. Thursday, yeah, from featuring Flo Rida and a bunch of other people I've never heard of. Oh, interesting. Which, they say, has uh, special appearances by WWE superstars, but mm-hmm. now I got Scott Steiner here. Holla if you hear me. <laughs> Do you hear it? Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, so uh, what some of the matches we're going to be seeing, we're going to be seeing, we just said uh, Austin Aries versus No Way Jose. Um, Andrade Cien Almas is going to be facing Bobby Roode. Yeah, you're going to have the tag team titles on the line as the Revival defender against Gargano and Champa. Yeah. Uh, the NXT Women's Championship is Asuka versus Bayley. And in that main event, as we mentioned just before, Samoa Joe defending against Shinsuke Nakamura. So... And don't forget about the debut of Ember Moon. Yeah, which, by the way, if you want to see, WWE kind of spoiled it, apparently. Um, apparently they posted a... An NXT back or NXT Brooklyn Two T-shirt on WW Shopping like removed it, but like there's pictures out there of it to see who Ember Moon's opponent is. Mm-hmm. Which I, I I wanted to see Deanna Perazzo. Dude, I would definitely love to see that as well. But I'm not disappointed with who who's on the T-shirt. No, of course not. Because not at like all. I said, I was I'm happy with with it. Yeah, I know, I know. That you've been looking forward to it. But uh, what are your thoughts? Who do you want to win here? Do you want to see new champions? What? All right. I'll give you the quick rundown. I'm going to go with Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm going to go with Bailey. I'm going to go with the... Ooh. A tough one, huh? I want... You know what? I want new champions straight across the board. I'm going Gar- Gargano Champa. I want to see a change of guard. Let's do it up. What do you think? But it's like, aren't... Are they... They're still... They are still indie workers right yeah i mean but so on the other hand is austin aries i saw that he was just booked for an event against yeah against gargano and um 
maybe Ethan Page. I forgot who else, but it was Gargano versus Aries versus someone else. It's like, things, like things IWC like, or something. Things like that. I just I, like I don't get like Rhino still being booked for indie shows. I'm shocked. I was so surprised. Although I could see like maybe they're not taking indie bookings after a certain date now. Mm. Mick Foley was just on an indie card. Yeah, Foley does a lot of cards. Like that shocked me. For somebody to be like such a prominent character now. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, Jerry Lawler still does bookings. Always has. Yeah, but that's like, I feel like Foley's in the same boat. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Rhino was. Yeah, just Rhino was still booked for House of Hardcore, I think. Yeah. And then Which I guess like that's the WC stupid guy still booked too, like Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, well. And, yeah. But that's like, the, and then WW.com posted that article about how, uh, oh, here the, we go. The 10 hottest free agents in WWE. And it's like, I don't understand how they're a free agent in WWE if they're not in WWE. Like, yes, I understand Nikki Bella. Yes, I, well, even though I think it's a stupid pick, would be Undertaker. Yeah. And also another stupid pick would be The Rock. Mm-hmm. But like, also on the list, not on the list was Triple H. He's in the same boat as Taker and, and, and Rock. I agree. But also on the list, they had like they had Mickey James, Great Colleague, Crime Time, and it's like they're not even in WWE. Like how- I feel like they just start listing names because they know that yeah, and, people and, like talking about them at times. Yeah, and Carlito was on that as well. But yeah, I just uh, I thought it was so stupid. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, I I'd like to see Nakamura win it. I'd like to see Bailey win it. I wouldn't mind if the revival. Um, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. Remi- I wouldn't mind if the revival stayed champions. I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but I also I, I'm not a big fan of them. I mean, I, I, you are, right? I am. Yeah, they yeah. Won, they completely won me over. Them and uh, American Alpha won me over. I don't know. I, revival still has to do something for me. I don't know. Um, and what did you say about Bailey and Shinsuke? I want. I would like to see them win the titles. Want new champions. All right. Um, all right. So let's go into the cruiserweight classic tournament. The second round took place this week. Only, well, some some matches. Yeah, only two two matches this week. Uh, the the matches are getting lengthier. Yeah, but definitely, like you said, lengthier, which equates to me as well worth it. As opposed to being rushed into. Yeah, I mean, these, these two matches were great matches. These were yeah. definitely, like, I want, I said it before, I want to see Grand Metallic signed by WWE. He's, guy is mad talented. He took on and picked up a victory over Tajiri this week. And it's, it's such, it's so disappointing that, like, WWE 2K17 is coming out. Like, maybe we can get some of his moves for, like, a move pack DLC. Yeah. I mean, some of these moves, like, he was walking across that, he was tight walk, tight Tight rope walking so often. I was a huge fan of everything that they were doing. All the reversals, the arm drags. It's so good to see Tajiri hit that tree of woe drop uh, sliding baseball slide. Um, I it's missed funny. that. It's funny, Grand Metallic, the finisher that he does, the... The driver. Yeah, what is it Metallic called? Metallic driver. Like? What's the, the, the Metallic you, driver. Yeah, but how would you describe it? Oh, I forget I, what it's actually called. I don't recall it. That's my that's my finisher in uh, 2K16. It's and I think like, it was my... Was it in 2K15 too? I can't recall. Maybe it's kind of like the Tasty Sweet. Okay, that's not a, an actual move. I don't know. I'm looking for like the move <laughs> title. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, um, whatever. 
And then you also had Ibushi pick up the victory over Cedric Alexander. This match uh, was fantastic. Yeah, like there was this one part where Alexander did a flip over out of the turnbuckle and then wound up with the head scissors around Ibushi. Um, all the slaps, the kicks, everything was... This match was so entertaining. And the crowd went absolutely nuts for it. Yeah. Rightfully match, so. Rightfully so. Yeah, they were chanting, please sign Cedric. And he's, I, he's pretty much in tears. And then the crowd erupts, and who's coming up behind him? Triple H. Uh, which kind of led to an awkward uh, handshake. I was going to ask you about that. Did, do you recall it or no? Yeah, I mean. Kind of, kind of an awkward handshake. It's like, yeah, no, you can handshake me. It was kind of weird, but I could, I could only imagine that it threw Cedric Alexander off a bit. Having Triple H come out. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it looked like Triple H was like demand, almost like demanding, like, like, all right, kid, you got your stuff. Come yeah, I, I, like he was like. But Triple at the same H, time, like, at yeah, the same time, hand, him holding his arms up and everything, it's like, or did he hold his arm up? Or was this uh, the yeah, he he shook his hand. Did the arm raise and then put and then, his like gave a, th- gave a thumbs up to the yeah, crowd as if to, to be the crowd. like as if like guess I what guys yes yeah. he, he signed yeah I I hear you guys I hear what you're saying I hear what you want yeah so it's only a matter of time before we see Cedric Alexander get signed by WWE mm-hmm. there's already rumors that he is signed by WWE I think yeah he so, may have been around that uh, in that yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that was the CWC for this week. Yeah. Fantastic match. If you haven't watched it, if you haven't watched any of this, you must be crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go I, back, watch every single match. Uh, yeah, especially Kendricks. Kendricks, I mean, there's so many. And these unknown wrestlers that you really are not too familiar with. You don't know, you never know who you're going to discover. Not that you're going to discover them, but for your own self. That you may, I mean, if these guys don't get signed, you may end up seeing them at a local independent show promotion near you that you want to go check it out because you've seen them uh, in action before. I mean, these could be a start to watch, follow these people from now up into the point where maybe they do get signed. Now? So, now? <laughs> so, I mean, Grand Metallic, he, he's, some, he's a wrestler that even if he doesn't get signed, I'm going to want to pay attention to where he's going to be. Well, I mean, I've seen, next. I've watched some of his stuff in Mexico, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's a few other ones. Yeah. were around, too. There's a bunch of other ones. Oh, yeah, a, a lot. But that is uh, some sports entertainment. We'll be right back. We'll take a break right now on... Yeah, whatever. Marking out. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your hero, Chris Hero, and you're listening to Marking Out. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out, episode 288. Um, moving on to some outside the ring news right now, which, by the way, before we even move on, i got to give a huge bam roasted to Dave for not listening to me and shutting his window. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Because it started right. to pour in his house. Well, he told me to shut my window and turn on the AC, but I'm trying to conserve some energy. No, you weren't. So, Are you kidding me? You're using I didn't have electricity my, right now. How so? I didn't have my AC on before. You're using your fan. Okay, that's nothing. No, it's nothing. That's it's nothing. something. According to the mayor, it'd be something. Psh, like you know. You know the mayor? No, I don't. 
Exactly. I, I know people who know them. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get on to some outside the ring news. Conor McGregor, UFC fighter. He spoke a little bit of a trash talk about pro wrestlers, specifically WWE. And then later on tweeted out saying Well, 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 specifically, he started with Brock Lesnar. Yes. Uh, specifically, and Brock Lesnar. And said he Lesner. doesn't care about Lesnar due to the fact that he's all just, he's just roided up and everything. Well, he's, well he, I think he said that after the Lesnar oh. stuff. First, he insulted WWE guys uh, in general, saying they're, they're messed up, blah, blah, blah. Uh, if you ask me, then he goes on, he was asked about Lesnar, and he said, at the end of the day, he's juiced up to the eyeballs, so how can I respect that? And then when he was asked about CM Punk, he said, the other guy, he hasn't fought yet, so I don't know about him. So, and this caused a huge backlash, which was very nice to see. Uh, everybody, every pro wrestler and fan come to the defense of pro wrestling in general, uh, you had a lot of people like Rusev, Y2J, uh, Ric Flair, Sheamus, Sasha Banks, everyone tweeting out some sort of Kurt, a cut. Kurt Angle as well. Kurt Angle um, talking about him being classless and uh, how they they would beat him up and stuff like that. Um, and but it makes you question: Is this all just to promote something upcoming with WWE and Conor McGregor? Or, I mean, obviously, it's to Conor McGregor is a big talker, and he knows how to sell his fights and everything. He has one coming up with Diaz. Yeah, because he went on to say that, like, he didn't mean any disrespect to WWE fans. He just... Just the wrestlers. He just knows that he could beat every single pro wrestler in WWE. Which is completely false. I mean, it's not like this guy isn't undefeated. He just lost to Diaz. Which, that's what MVP brought brought up. Yeah, so the guy's not really one to be saying all of that. But on the other hand, it is something that someone would say to promote a fight and to promote himself and to get people talking about him. And, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll see him in WWE at some point or some sort of involvement. Now, who does he go on to fight? Who is he going to fight? Did you like that the brogue? Is... Did it sound like a brogue? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Seamus was one of the guys. He said, never show a jab wrestle a mirror. It, uh, it thinks it's a majestic Irish uh, wolfhound. Really just an annoying wee yapper trying to sell tickets. So everyone has something to say about this. But I guess only time's going to tell how this is going to turn out. Yeah. So up next, you got to say that Shelton Benjamin announced, unfortunately – that he will not be returning to WWE right now because he's going to undergo uh, surgery to repair a torn rotator cuff. Yeah, that was like the most disappointing news that came out last week after we finished recording. Um, but it's like it's obviously I guess it's a good thing that he was being looked at by WWE because he was going through all those all those tests and everything to see if his body's there and yeah, that's they where found they that. yeah, and he said he which is also he, beneficial because I. I'd rather see him get the surgery done on something that's torn as opposed to wrestling and tearing it even further. Yeah, he said he's just been wrestling like he doesn't even feel the pain of it. He just like it's just he's used to it. Yeah. It's unfortunate. So hopefully WWE still has Shelton on their roster list, so hopefully hopefully we will see him in WWE soon. Yeah, I know both of us are big fans of his. 
Um, also, we're big fans of the next person, Joey Styles. He was released by the WWE. He was the, for, uh, the vice president of digital media content. Um, people say that maybe it was due to his comments that he made on during an interview. Um, Which is funny because – It is. What? Uh, where he kind of predicted his being released. It's funny though because Kathy Kelly did not even want to read the question that was written down for him. Yeah. About about why Roman Reigns is over or whatever, or why he's getting shoved down our throats. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, he basically said Vince McMahon, if Vince McMahon likes you, or whatever you're gonna be, or something like that. Yeah. Uh. Unfortunate, but you know, I'm sure. I'm sure we haven't seen the last of Joey Styles, future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, also, this week they announced that Puff Daddy P Diddy was going to be the one that put together the soundtrack for WWE 2K17. So that's why, I guess he was on Raw. Also, but they already have the soundtrack together. Uh, some of the. Oh yeah, like they, yeah, they announced the soundtrack. Yeah. 21 Pilots or whatever. I didn't know a bunch of the artists, but, like, I'm fine. I know a few a few of the artists that they had. I know Paranoid by Black Sabbath. I'm going to go see that. Yeah, ones. I thought that was pretty awesome that they had Paranoid on there. Yeah. But it's like, it, it's like I wish the fans would get to vote on this sort of thing. Yeah. I, I don't know if I trust the fans, though. Dude, I if, would totally... If you, if you I, give options. Don't... I would, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you gave options or whatever, but I yeah. would vote for... Well, then you can't even vote for op- give options because then it's like people are going to be stupid and vote for like Rick Astley and stuff like that. Hey, man, that's what people want. I would vote for Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would. Gonna, I mean, I wouldn't mind them in the game. It wouldn't make sense at all. But you could have everybody. Yeah, but I'm um, like, hopefully, like it just I'll be able to use the wrestling theme songs on the menu instead of these songs like last year's too. So. Or you can play like the call by Backstreet Boys, like when someone gets called up from NXT, you could have some of that. That'll work. Yeah, that's not how the soundtrack goes. So nope. But uh, yeah, John Cena did the soundtrack last year. P Diddy did it this year. Um, yeah. But they they announced all uh, twenty two new names for Two K 17s roster this week, including Alicia Fox, Andre the Giant, uh, Baron Corbin, Big E. Billy Gunn, which I'm so happy about. I thought for sure since he was released that he wouldn't make it in. Mm-hmm. Um, He's always one of our favorites to play with. I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that it's like 2015 Billy Gunn and not or 2000 yeah 2015 Billy Gunn and not the one Billy Gunn that we uh, saw last year. I like the one Billy Gunn. I do too, but it I think it would just be cooler to have a more current version because that's yeah, like I see what that's like saying. the thing like we never got. A current version of Road Dog and Billy Gunn. I thought they were like I thought they were locks. Yeah. For two years ago, I thought they were locks for last year, and then Road Dog wasn't even in last year's game. But uh, Braun Strowman's also going to be in it. Bret Hart, British Bulldog, Cesaro, Charlotte making her debut, just like Strowman. Uh, Daniel Bryan, Edge, Finn Balor, who comes with a new championship entrance based on um, NXT Takeover Dallas with the uh, Texas Chainsaw. Which we still haven't found out if it's uh, Leatherface or Chase or Charlie. Right. 
due to the, the matching colors and everything, and yeah. them both being from Texas and stuff. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping Balor... I, I would find it very difficult to believe that Balor doesn't also have his other two... Oh, uh, I'm sure he does. His other two, like the, the regular demon attire that was in last year and the regular Balor gear. That would really annoy me if that was the only entrance that he had. As a video game player, if every single time... This wrestler made an entrance. He had the chainsaw. That would really frustrate me. Right. So Especially hope... because the chainsaw is not at ringside. Or is it? No, probably not. No. But Hideo Tommy's going to be in it. Lucha Dragons, Jake the Snake Roberts, Randy Orton, Ricky Steamboat, The Rock, Triple H, and like I said last week, Tyson Kidd. Um, also last week, did we say the thing with, uh, with Rhino or no? I, uh, I don't believe we, so. I'm not sure. There was like there's spray paint in the seek search and find pictures that that IGN's been putting out uh, of Suplex City. On the wall, there was a, a spray painted thing that said Gore. So that would have to lead you to assume Rhino was going to be in it. That's and last cool. week's last week's announcement was was on, and then they didn't announce Rhino. So maybe they still will. And that's what I'm, I was thinking. Maybe they're not going to announce. Things like that. Because this week there was Jeff Hardy face paint. Really? Like, or like, not face paint, but like one of his paintings. That's it's like a spitting image. A spitting, spitting image for his painting on the wall. So maybe Jeff Hardy's in the game. And then there's also, a, there was an Infinity logo uh, on one of the parts. which oh, that's like Layla. Yeah, which is Layla has. And I'm thinking because, like, because she's released from WWE basically... And Rhino wasn't really officially with WWE, and Jeff Hardy's not with WWE. Maybe they're saving those. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe they could just be like hints. Yeah. Which I'm probably it's probably like you're just like looking into it too much type of things. Could be. But uh, 2K also announced today. Well, that- I, I don't know about the gore part. I mean, if it's like gore, I would say that they put like that says- specifically for Rhino. Right, but what the heck, man? They they specifically put that face paint graffiti on the wall as well, and that's, like, clearly... I'd have to see the picture. It's like a spitting image for Jeff Hardy's face paint stuff. Yeah. Like, the, like the paintings that he paints. But um, 2K announced today that there's no showcase mode for 2K17. They said that they were going... They, they spent time doing a Brock Lesnar showcase, and they just couldn't do one knowing that they couldn't secure some of the people that would be like necessary for it, mm-hmm. which I guess no Kurt Angle in the game, or maybe yeah, right. Jeff Hardy's not even going to be in the game. Like maybe that's a thing. Like, uh-huh. so I don't know. They say they, they put more of their time. They put all their time instead of focusing on a showcase in, um, my career and universe mode. I think that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but my career got boring fast last year oh. I still like there's still like I'm not even like halfway through it mm-hmm. and I just like I'm not like I, I'm just not progressing in it but uh, they also announced that create an entrance video will be back for uh, creator wrestlers and stuff Interesting. And, uh, they, they announced in crowd brawling as well as backstage fights which who doesn't like those yeah, uh, well, if they're done right, the last time they were like, it was just like, I mean, I think it's just going to be a small area again, but like, yeah, last time it was like, ugh, I'd yeah, rather it's just not. like a small corner. 
Yeah, and uh, which is it's weird that they took it out in the first place. But um, 2K also announced that they're changing the controls from an arcade-centric fighting style to simulation-based. I have no idea what that means. I'm hoping it's not like the UFC controls. I like, have a feeling it's going to be. I really, really hope it's not because I can't do that stuff. Yeah. I, I'll be so disappointed. But uh, they also said it's going to be the largest playable roster to date. So I guess, I think last year, with including DLC, had 165 individual characters. Mm-hmm. So... And that includes uh, alternate attires? I Well, not alternate attires. Alternate attires as if, like, they were another... Another character. Spot. Another, yeah. Okay. So I'm hoping... Like, that's the thing. Like, dude, that's funny. That's actually funny. I just remembered I had a dream. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I had it's a dream about 2K17 that... Uh, that's... Who was it? I think it was Stunning Steve made the cut. Superstar Steve? No, uh-huh. it was stunning Steve Austin. I, I I hope that a bunch of the guys from last year. I want. I would like to see these characters that they had last year. Mm-hmm. Like I want Mikey Whipwreck in it again. I used him often. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but that's all the news we have for two K seventeen this week. Yeah, but also, uh, so we don't know. Maybe we'll have more next week. We will. I mean, uh, we'll definitely have more roster reveals <laughs> next week. Yeah. Uh, Ring of Honor, CMLL, announced that they will be uh, have an ongoing talent exchange between the two rosters. Um, it should be interesting to see what happens. I still think that Ring of Honor really uh, hit a peak and is kind of uh, flaking out a little bit. But it I think hit the same a peak thing in 2009, 12. Back when Aries and Tyler Black were with them, maybe a little bit after that, yeah. but I think I have I feel like Ring of Honor really peaked already. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So Damian Sandow made his Impact Wrestling debut this week as Aaron Rex. Um, he cut a promo earlier in the night, which you want to speak about? I uh, not really. I mean, I just it was a good promo, but it was just not my style to. It didn't glue me to the TV to watch it for so long. I watched the first like three minutes and I'm like, all right, now we're just going to keep on talking about this and how you weren't used properly and yada, yada, yada. Just like what we heard from every single other person that got released. Yeah. All right. Now I'm I, bo- I like though that he like mentioned people like Drew Galloway and EC3 also kind of being in that same boat, which like not. I mean, at the same time, like, Galloway held, like, tag titles, single titles, and whatnot, but yeah. EC3, like, really never really got a chance. Yeah. So. I mean, more than, uh, I'd say EC3 is in a lot less of a boat than Sandow. Uh, I don't think he yeah, had but, as much. Well, I, I don't, I think yeah, he's in a different boat than Sandow, as in EC3 didn't have as much opportunity. Right, that's what, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Once he got out of the promotion as Sandow, oh. Sandow was used on WrestleManias and stuff like that. EC3 was cut oh, you mean before outside. his prime. Yeah, he was cut before his prime, before he even got a chance to do anything. Yeah. So. And then uh, Damien Sand, or I should say Aaron Rex now, get used to saying that. Um, showed up after Bobby Lashley defeated James Storm to become the new King of the Mountain champion, uh, where Lashley now holds the TNA Heavyweight Championship, King of the Mountain Championship, and the X Division title. What do you think about that? I don't mind it. 
I really don't. When did he become the X Division champion? Don't they have a weight limit on that? I don't know. I mean, when did the King of Mountain Championship become an actual championship? Uh, like five months ago. I don't know, a while ago. So maybe not for long that he'll be all the other champions. Maybe Sandow's gunning for something. Maybe, yeah. maybe. So um, let's see. We also have Stephanie McMahon news. She made an announcement that the WWE plans to integrate a little bit of LGBT characters into the storylines. She said that Glad came in and spoke to their company, the writing staff, and gave some tutorials on sensitivity and uh, what you can say, what you cannot say, what how to uh, be politically correct. And they said that they're planning on incorporating this in their storylines. I am kind of – I don't know how I feel about I'm, this. I'm – Confused yeah. by that because first it's like, like because pro wrestling, pro wrestling, kind of blurs the lines when it comes to reality and entertainment. Well, first off, what, what was this? How was this announced? Is this a rumor site? Or no, was she was posted? at she was at a, like a like a, a junket. Uh huh. Like so a, this was an actual like conference where she says this. Yeah. Okay. I I don't get it because so haven't we been? It's I mean, like it's we, confusing though. Like like I said, it blurs the lines, but it's like there's actual wrestlers in the company that are gay. And yeah, it's like, are these have, are these going to become like are they are they going to be the ones that get the gay characters? I, or are they going to introduce it, but I I think that we're going to the gay the people that are gay are going to have those characters and unfortunately, I can see them really shoving them down our throats uh to a point where it's kind of, um, it, it's just, I don't know, it's just not fitting. It's not right. I mean, we've seen characters like this in the past from, I mean, Billy like, and Chuck to Rico, et cetera, et cetera, to uh, Orlando, uh, what's his name? Orlando Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. But I, I think that they've been doing this already. There's really no difference unless you really – I mean, yeah, even if you put someone that is completely, totally, uh, very extremely flamboyant, this isn't something new. I mean, you've been that's doing the, this. That's yeah, but, like, that's also the thing. It's like, like, are, like when they say they're going to introduce LGBT characters, does that mean, like, there's going to be, like, like, Goldust type of things? Exactly. And then what about the other fact that, you're still going to have hateful fans out there, and even still, you have heels. How are heels supposed to go about um, uh, attacking? Well, I, guess, I guess that's why Glad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how are they supposed to be verbally attacking? Well, I guess that's why Glad, Glad gave them the what's right and wrong to say. But even still, I, I'm, I'm curious to see where this play, how this plays out, but I think that they've been doing this already. And from what I've seen, they haven't been doing anything wrong with it. I mean, and that's also, why does, by why the does way, someone, why do you need a character that's like that if you have like, I mean, just but wait, wait, wait. But, Gary but like Young. You, you brought up, you brought up Billy and Chuck. They took a lot of heat for that. Yeah, when they, I know. When they yeah. revealed that they weren't really gay. Yeah. So it's like, what's changed now that like, are the, like, I don't know. I just I, I just, just, I just feel like they're kind of adding... I mean, they're going to add uh, a gay character that is very flamboyant, gay, maybe like a 
well, as you mentioned, gold dust. Very much like gold dust. And I feel like it's just going to come across as tasteless. I, I cannot see this playing out all that well. Um, I mean, why can't Dar – like Darren Young has op – he's openly gay. He has been uh, – they've spoken about him being openly gay on television and everything like that with WWE. Why was that – is there anything wrong with that? Like are they not happy with the way that that has went? I'm like confused at what the reasoning of this is. Yeah. Like you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's, just, it's just really confusing. But hopefully it, it's all done with class and taste and it, it come across it, – it is received uh, in a good manner, you know, because there's a lot of hateful fans out there that are willing to attack a lot. So hopefully this is all perceived in the right way. So, yeah. And then just a reminder on a little segue, Monday, next Monday on uh, the 15th, Fox Sports 1 will be airing a CM Punk documentary at 9.30. Uh, I forgot the title of it, yeah. even though I said it before. I don't remember either, but we mentioned it last week. Just figured uh toss that out again because it's coming up this Monday. Yeah, this Monday. <sighs> Um, also, a few other things to know, WWE and Loot Crate are working together to introduce WWE Slam Crate, which is going to be a bi-monthly apparel and product uh, service, which you can get a part of, kind of like the normal Loot Crate, but WWE orientated, and that should be interesting. Tommy Dreamer turned down a WWE contract. He said he is not turning away House of Hardcore anytime soon. Um, what else do you want to talk about? Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose on the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. Wow, that got awkward. <laughs> um, very awkward, especially that one part where Steve Austin completely calls him out, being how he's like saying that he's kind of a little bit relaxed and he's not re uh, working as hard as he should be working. And you can see it on Dean Ambrose's face; like he was taken back by it. He's like. Is this? Are you for real? Like I'm working on a daily basis. What do you mean I'm sitting around uh, in a comfortable position? Like, and it was really awkward with that. And then bringing up of uh, Dean Ambrose's uh, upbringing, back going way back to his childhood. Like just Steve, Steve kept trying to do that, and Ambrose kept like pushing away from that. Yeah, very uncomfortable. Yeah. This was like this was definitely the most awkward Stone Cold podcast that I've that I've seen. Yeah. So I agree. Anything else that you'd like to mention about that? No, no, that's it. Um moving on. Next, oh, I was gonna say next week rumor has it that Paige is supposed to be revealed. Uh is supposed to be seeing a follow up from a doctor for neck and shoulder injuries. That's why she's been out. So next week, I think we should be speaking about a little bit more of Paige. Well, I guess one of, we should say one of the Usos is out, too, with an injury. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I'm almost certain Jimmy, but I'm not positive. Mm. Could, could be Jay. Yeah. So, um, the, and, that, and that's why we haven't seen the Usos. Yeah, very – a lot of people are out with injuries, unfortunately. Um, oh, and then Cody Rhodes, he announced that his new theme song – uh, Kingdom by Downstreet. Downstate. It, Downstate, sorry. I, don't, I even have it written down as Downstate. Uh, Downstate uh, is going to be out on the 23rd, and that should be 
pretty awesome. Cody Rhodes has a few matches coming up against Brian Fury for Chaotic Wrestling on the 9th, and then versus Kurt Angle in Manchester on October 8th, and a ton more in between that. Yeah, um, I'm really I'm pumped to hear the song because, I mean, I like Downstate's definitely put out a ton of great wrestling theme songs, including Pass for uh, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. And, and, and Zack Ryder. Yeah. And um, Dolph Ziggler, Alex Riley, Miz. Yeah, Downstate is an awesome band that everyone should be checking out. Yeah. Um, also, TNA just announced that the Impact president is going to be Billy Corgan uh, follow, go, all going forward. And that Dixie Carter is becoming is now the chairman of the company, so we'll see how that plays into storyline or just in reality wise at all. And and that's all I got to say about the outside ring news. So let's get on to some injury results. Yeah, what do we got? We got on the sixth. Uh, Warriors of Wrestling hit the lights took place in New York City. You had a ton of action going on. A five-way match. Vinny Pacifico picked up the victory over Habib from the car wash. Logan Black, Nikki Adams is too hot. Steve Scott. Uh, Jason Karloff versus Jesse Brooks went to a no contest. Yeah, you had a Texas Bull Rope match as Juba picked up the victory over Mike Law. The WOW Tag Team Champions were on, Championships were on the line. Absolutely Caucasian champions defeated... LW Estates. Yeah, you had the No Limits champion Darius Carter picked up the victory over Chris Steeler. And the WOW heavyweight champion uh, Rude Boy Riley picked up the victory against Damian Sandow. Quick, what's his name? Damian Sandow. What's his name? Aaron Rex. There you go. Which is yeah. like, where did he get Rex from? I don't know. He was like watching uh, Toy Story and he goes, yeah, okay, I'll go with Rex. <laughs> Alright, I'll, I'll settle. House of Hardcore took place on the 6th in Pasadena, Texas. MVP picked up the victory over Moose. Carlito picked up the victory against Gino. Billy Gunn picked up the victory over Lance Hoyt. The ROW television title was on the line in a three-way dance. Rex Andrews, the champion, picked up the victory against Evan Snow and Tony Nese. And in the main event, a mixed death tag team match. Mickey James and Tommy Dreamer with the Sandman picked up the victory over Cherry Bomb and Pepper Parks with Bodyguard Speed. Yeah, and then on the 7th of October, uh, why do I keep wanting to say October? I mean, I do say October, but why? On the 7th of August, Rev Pro Live at the Cockpit in Greater London, England took place. Uh, Jeff Cobb picked up the victory against Big Damo. Yeah. And uh, the Ref Pro British Heavyweight Championship was also on the line. Champion Zack Sabre Jr. defeated, uh, retaining the title against Trent Seven. Yeah, you also have uh, Tier 1 Wrestling. A Savior Among Us took place on the 7th in New York City. The Tier 1 Tag Team Title Tournament got kicked off. First round matches. Uh, Flawless and Lawless picked up the victory against a gentleman and an officer. And then the Indy Card Mafia picked up the victory over the contra uh, Contact Thrillers. Yeah, uh, the Tier 1 Championship number one contendership was in on the line in a six-way match. Darius Carter picked up the victory against Ace Romero, Black Baron, Randy Summers, Sonny Kiss, and VSK. 
Yeah, and then continuing on with that tag team tournament, the Breakfast Club picked up the victory over Anthony Lacerra and Jesse Vane. And then Certified Sexy picked up the victory over Sons of Brooklyn. Yeah, and Darius Carter teamed up with Ryan Gallione to take on and defeat Rude Boy Riley and Aaron Stevens. Yeah, so very, very cool. All awesome stuff. Um, upcoming indie on the 19th, Evolve 66 in Joppa, Maryland. You're going to be having uh, the Evolve champion in uh, – Championship be defended in a no-holds-barred match. Timothy Thatcher, the champion, against Matt Riddle. Cody Rhodes will be facing Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, the, uh, CWC spotlight matches. Drew Gulak taking on Tony Nese and TJ Perkins taking on Cedric Alexander. You got the Evolve Tag Team Champion Dustin uh, taking on Ethan Page. Yeah, and also Tracy Williams and Fred Yehi taking on Jigsaw and Peter Casa. Yeah. Uh, also, is it also? Yeah, also on the 19th, you got a pre-show for Tier 1 Wrestling. Uh, and wow. Uh, yeah, this is the pre-show to their uh, combined show. It's a joint show, Empire State of Mind, at the St. Finbar Catholic Church in Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. What do you got here? Well, this is going to be a huge uh, Pro Wrestling BAM's Future Stars Initiative program. It's only going to be $5 for this entire event, uh, for this pre-show. And it's going to feature some promotions outside of those two, such as WrestlePro, uh, Valkyrie, um, Grand Slam Wrestling, Creative Pro Wrestling, and ton more, uh, including the Dojo Wars. So you're going to be having some matches. Metal the Reality TV stars, Higher Society, taking on the Cam and Connection. Uh, you got the Sanctuary Showcase match between Jay George and Aaron Bradley. Team Old Time Wrestling versus Team Warriors of Wrestling. Team BT, uh, BTY of Brian Johnson, Adam Chandler, and Justin Pusser. Take it on, Joey Ace and the Perfect Strangers. Also taking place, you're going to have Creative Pro Wrestling versus Blitzkrieg Pro. Dickie Rods versus Troy Nelson. Yeah, and a ton more. You can go check out their Facebook page where they have the entire list of the matches that you can see. Uh, A lot of action going on that day. Also, following that event, you're going to have the Tier 1 WOW Empire State of Mind at St. Finbar Catholic Church in Brooklyn, New York. Same place. Uh, Dick Justice taking on Sonny Kiss. You're going to be seeing Jeff Cobb take on the No Limits champion Darius Carter. You'll be seeing a Tier 1 Wrestling Tag Team Championship Final. Cutthroat Kings taking on the new Heavenly Bodies, the Monkey Flip, Minute One, uh, Minutemen, and a few other tag teams that are unannounced. You're going to be seeing the WrestlePro Championship on the line. Uh, Anthony Bowens, if he will still be champion come this come the, the 19th, uh, yeah. will be facing an administering opponent. Also on the 19th, uh, House of Glory, High Intensity 5 in Jamaica, New York. Big Daddy Cruz taking on EA James. Uh, the House of Glory Tag Team Champions will be on the line. Championships will be on the line. Uh, Champions Private Party will be taking on the Hardy Boys. First time ever dream match, Drew Galloway taking on Chris Dickinson. Mickey James will be taking on Sonya Strong. And then in the main event, you're going to have the heavyweight champion, EC3, in action versus the mystery opponent. Yeah. Uh, Taking place on Saturday, the 20th of August. 
Evolve 67 in Brooklyn, New York. Did that sound like I was like like saying a rap there? No, you're good. <laughs> the Evolve Championship will be on the line if uh, Thatcher is going to still be champion. Timothy Thatcher will be defending it against Drew Gulak. Yeah, um, you're going to have... Yeah. I was going to say Cody Rhodes will be taking on Chris Hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Galloway, EC3, and Dustin will be taking on Tracy Williams, Fred Yehi, yeah, I still never know, uh, and TJ Perkins. You're going to have... Right. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. taking on Cedric Alexander. Some sort of gimmick over there. <laughs> Tommy Ed. Yeah, go. Yeah. Tommy Ed. Oh. <laughs> Tommy Ed taking on Matt Riddle. <laughs> And uh, Tony Nice will be taking on Peter Casa. Yeah. On the so. 21st of August, that'd be SummerSlam Day, uh, GCW, a date with Destiny in Howell, New Jersey. Yeah, game changer wrestling. You're going to be seeing a qualifying match for the Trent Acid Cup between Danny DeManto and Drew Blood. Chris Dickinson is going to be taking on Teddy Hart. And John Zandig will be taking on Matt Tremont. Yeah, so make sure you check them out and all the other wrestling promotions that are putting on shows. Yeah, so moving on from that, Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go follow Team Awesome at Team Awesome 418. Go follow Jonathan at Mr. John Faust. Also, make sure you go follow at Main Man Plan. And you can go also uh, check out while you are at it. You can go follow at Five Corners X Smoot X. Thank you very much for sharing the picture of uh, our tweet appearing on SmackDown Talking Smack. Thank you very much. Which I thought we opted out of that. Which one? I thought we opted out of appearing on the WWE scroll bar. You know what? Sometimes you try to pull out, but they keep um, pulling you back in. So WWE, we just want you, WWE Universe, to follow us. That's all we're asking. I mean, we know that you follow our tweets, you like our tweets, you love our tweets, you want to hire us, but please, you could just follow us. You could also hire us. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, you could hire us too, but I mean, just click follow. American Championship Entertainment also had their event taking place on the 6th. Anarchy was the event titled. You had Jesse Vane pick up a victory over Red Bread Benson and a ton more Ricky Reyes def- uh, retained his Diamond Division Championship over Anthony Gangon. You also had TJ Marconi successfully defend his Ace Heavyweight Championship over Sonny Kiss. And Stockade, American Powerhouse, and Vince Steele successfully defeated Hollywood Enterprise. And unfortunately for Hollywood Enterprise, they must disband. And Mike Lewis, his Ace career is now over. Uh, make sure you check their next event, the Great American Summer Bash, taking place on August 21st, 4 p.m. Tickets are only $15. Go check out aceprowrestling.com. Hey, Brandon, 
It's your birthday. Yeah. That's never a thing. Shoutouts. Brady shoutouts gonna make you pregnant. Paul McCartney is first up because uh, I saw him on Sunday night. Uh, I think it's always cool to see him live in concert. Um, and he played one of my favorite songs, one of my favorite Beatles songs. Which was? Uh, Fool on the Hill. Oh, there you go. So I saw him in 2009, 2011, and 2016 at City Field, Yankee Stadium, and MetLife Stadium. Uh, uh, next shout out goes to what I guess non wrestling wise would be my mark out moment of the week goes to Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Oh, yeah. Because they performed in uh, San Francisco this past weekend at the Outside Lands Music Festival, which uh, that's just incredible. Oh, yeah. That I'm was... so jealous that, that that happened and I couldn't be there. That was awesome to watch on YouTube as well. They had the their entire set online it's yeah they only did like five songs and they did like a skit but um it's funny because like i was getting ready to leave to go to paul mccartney and i saw that they were going to be live streaming it um live from the from the festival at 4 30 and i was like oh, i'm not even gonna be here for that and then I, when i got home i was like what oh i was like blown away it was incredible yeah and uh last up Goes to Showtime's uh, Roadies. It's a show on Showtime. Uh, and I hope people that are listening to this also watch that show. Um, I, I kept meaning to like DVR the show and watch it, but I never got around to it. And uh, I watched one episode the other day, and then I watched five other episodes also. I binged it, so uh, I'm hooked. What is it called again? It's called Roadies. It follows uh, Roadies of a band around it's it's a scripted show it's huh. yeah it's good mgk plays uh machine gun kelly is one of the characters in it but like he plays a character i was blown away with his acting i didn't well who would have thought he could act yeah and uh luke wilson is one of the main characters i don't know how i feel i don't know i don't like machine gun kelly why i don't like him first of all I think he's a fan, I, not fantastic, but I thought he did a good job at acting. And I, I also, I, I don't like I've him. I don't him like live his in concert. So I don't really like his music all that much. I don't. I don't know more than one of his songs, but or two songs, whatnot. But uh, I don't like his. I don't know. I don't like what he stands for. I don't like him. What? What does that mean? What he stands for? I, I don't for? like him. He's not. I'm not a fan. I thought it was good. He opened for Limp Bizkit. Eh, I'm. I'm not. Not I a fan. I thought it was good. Yeah. Whatever. You you can continue to not be a fan. I'm I'm a fan of this show. You should watch it. You might like it. Maybe it's on, it's on I, Showtime. I have to catch so. up with uh, Wrecked. Yeah, you should hurry up with that. that. I have till September first. <laughs> September first, it comes back. No, no, no. Uh, that's when they. Oh, take that's when they take it, it off. Yeah, online. Yeah. Yeah, I have to catch up. Yeah, so check out Roadies. Check out Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, and. Uh, if you get a chance to see Paul McCartney alive, go go see him. He's a, yeah. I mean, it's the Beatles. How could you not like the Beatles? Don't give up that opportunity at all. Said the kid that gave up that opportunity at all. Yeah. I, I, dude, I paid. I, what? Every chance that I get. <laughs> Truly, yes. Turn it down. I, I paid. I paid such cheap tickets to see a Beatle. 
Mm. It's incredible. But uh, moving uh, on from this that. It's pretty interesting. What? Uh, were you done? I was going to move on to the markout moment of the week. but Before you do that, apparently ESPN now has a WWE section on their website. Strictly WWE. Very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Maybe at some point we'll be on that website. You never know. You never I, would, know. I wouldn't mind that given the fact that they are a Disney-owned company. That is true. Brandon is trying to get his foot through the door to be in the next uh, Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. I think that's, that ship has sailed, no pun intended there. Oh, you see? He's I think that's sailed. Still trying to get but higher. Dude, I'll, I'll take, like, I don't know, um, if you ever do a live-action Aladdin movie, I'll be more than happy to jump into that. Yeah. I'll gladly play drag in that in that one song. Where that chick, that ugly chick, sings it. My favorite line. I don't know. Where, where she's in the song, it's in, uh, is it One Jump? One Jump Ahead, she sings, uh, Still I Think He's Rather Tasty. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the way she delivers the line. I think it's hilarious. How does it go? I'm not singing on the show. Come <laughs> on, I've heard that. you say this line before too. Literally always say that, I'm not singing on the show. Uh, also, uh, Deanna Perrazzo, she's at... After this weekend, she's going to be at 61 completed nice. events. Yeah, so her road to 100 is still on board. Next week, she's going to be going uh, surpassing 61. So keep at it, Deanna Perrazzo. Great job. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our... for the markout moment of the week and I'm going to be taking this week uh, the preview for PWG 13 came out the other day and it is not it is just the same as the other PWG reviews <laughs> it's nothing less than amazing it, well, some parts are huh. aren't so cool but uh, most of it is pretty awesome why is that I'm not going to give specifics I'm not calling anyone out I mean, just because you're not a fan of Trent and yeah, okay. Tony Nese and all First of all, that. I thought that was Tony Nese even on the card. No, he wasn't. <laughs> um, I thought that had, chair throw by Trent was brutal. Oh, yeah. You, you had Brian Cage taking on Adam Cole. As you said, Trent taking on Chuck Taylor, former tag team partners. Jeff Cobb taking on Trevor Lee. Timothy Thatcher versus Roderick Strong. And uh, so much more. Sam Lee Callahan versus Marty Skrull. Which, and the, by the way... In that Callahan match, in that preview, you could definitely see that WWE let a good thing slip through. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and then who did who did Kyle Kyle O'Reilly face? Was uh, Kyle O'Reilly was not on the card. It wasn't. Oh, he was the main event. Yeah, against Kyle versus Zack Saber Jr. Right, that match looked good too. Yeah, and then you also had the young Roddy came out. Uh, death by elbow, but Zack Saber Jr. versus Kyle uh, Kyle O'Reilly for the championship—that just looks insane. It's only a matter. I'm surprised that Kyle O'Reilly wasn't included in the CWC tournament. Yeah, and then and, uh, Roderick Strong came out and yeah, challenged for the uh, title versus the winner of the O'Reilly Saber match. And, uh, yeah, but if you want to watch more, go check it out. Go buy the DVD from PWG. 
uh, on their website and go support them. Amazing promotion. A lot of uh, current WWE superstars have started there or have left, made a huge impact there. Um, go check that out. So anything from you? Uh, no, that's uh, it's pretty much, I could cover it. Yeah? Yeah, so we can uh, now close the show. All right, so as per Brandon, we are going to close this show. So go like us on Facebook, Facebook.com Facebook. <laughs> slash Marking Out. Do we redo that or no? No, you can just keep going. All right, Facebook.com slash Marking Out. Go like us. Also go follow us on Twitter at Marking Out, at Dave the Rave underscore M-O, at BTTG161. Go follow us on, I don't know, Stitcher Radio. Go listen over there. Stitcher Radio, Google Play, iTunes, rate, comment, download, share. Subscribe. Re- subscribe. Um, go buy our t-shirts, ProWrestlingTees.com slash out and YouTube.com slash out 11 We wish if, if you are Dixie Carter and you need to email us, out one at gmail.com. Yeah, like legit. Dixie Carter, we will assist you in your uh, voicemail, voice memo necessities. Uh, it's very simple. Just shoot us an email and we'll talk you through it. It's no worries. And Hakuna Matata. We, we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a fantastic